Welcome to the One Life One Chance podcast. I'm your host, Toby Morse. Uh, this is my earliest episode. This is the breakfast edition, the breakfast club. Uh, to the right of me, I have my brother from another mother, Mr. Derek Green from Sepultura, who's what's blessing up, what's me. Up? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Let's get it. With his presence once again on this lockdown, no touring, friendship, hang podcast uh, partner. <laughs> really? Um, it's all about. <laughs> and then in front of me, this is the second time on here because episode 44, you can catch the first part of the life of the legend of my friend Steve Caballero is in the building again today. Good morning, Steve. Hello. Konnichiwa. And then we have Tim Fennelly, which I said his name correctly, right, Tim? You did. Hi. Good morning, Tim. Good morning. I'm stoked to be here. It's an honor. It's an honor to have you guys here. Um, this is the earliest podcast I've done, and it feels good. It feels good, right? Yeah, I'm drinking, my, I'm drinking my Yerba Mate. You said it correctly. Well, wow. How many? How many? How much caffeine's in here? Absolutely. Uh, I think there's 80 grams of caffeine. Jesus. In oh, that's not. These guys got their car, their coffees. green tea soy latte with no foam. <laughs> Ooh, nice. Ooh. So a lot has happened since I had Caballero on here. Um, What's been going Derek on? Green broke his ankle. That's your ramp. Wow. <laughs> you, you started a band called. Oh my goodness. You started a band called Urethane. <laughs> um. Yeah, a pandemic. <laughs> There's been a lot of things since you've been on the pod, man. Oh, yeah. The Panda Ramp was built. Yes. Um, I sang on your record. Yeah. Yes. Um, Chasing Horizons is the album. And it comes out what date? September 24th. September 24th. On Cybertracks Records. Cybertracks? Cybertracks Records. And uh, how are you guys doing? Nice to see you guys. Doing good. Doing good. Good. You guys yeah, are we, grinding. We made it through the uh, two-hour drive up here. Thank you. <laughs> Appreciate that. It wasn't bad, actually. Two and a half hours, actually. Jeez, man. Thank you guys yeah. so much, man. No, that's a, but that's it's a good day in LA right there. You guys cool. been you guys been grinding Not since the band stopped, started, man. man. Yeah, stopped. I mean, since you know everything's been opening up now with uh, all the restrictions kind of laid off. Uh, clubs are opening, uh, shows are opening, bands are able to play. Uh, when we formed this band and started playing, uh, practicing. We only had one thing in mind was, you know, writing yep. music, writing an album, and we weren't really worried about a live performance. Yeah. So. Because you didn't see what the near future was holding for that. Now it's like you guys are like on every show. You guys are playing a lot of shows. <laughs> <laughs> it's pretty awesome. Yeah. Yeah. That's it's it's happening of, fast. A lot going on. Well, it, it, it has a lot to do with uh, who's in the band. Yeah. And it has a lot to do with everybody in the band pulling their own weight. Yeah. You know, we have... A booking agent that that's booking us. Yep. The name of the booking agent is uh, Covert Booking. It's uh, Landon and Dave at Covert. Okay. Shout and, out. Uh, you know, we uh, we all have been in bands before, so we all have connections with clubs and yeah, and, and other people and other bands. And it seems like everyone in the band is like, "Hey, you want to play this show?" It's not like there's like one person not working. I see. This band. So yeah, you guys. That's all, why so much yeah. is happening. Yeah. But also to to Covert's credit, these guys have been hustling and uh, they've been getting us a lot of good shows. Yeah. Without any music out, so that's, that's pretty, pretty sick cool. too. Yeah, that's pretty amazing too. Yeah. Uh, how'd you guys meet? You two meet? I saw. <coughs> excuse me. Um, oh uh oh. <laughs> getting choked up. Oh my no God. coughs in twenty. Where's my mask? Oh boy. Where's <laughs> my mask? Any coughs now? It's a wrap, dude. <laughs> Let me get the. I'm gonna get the thermometer. Hang on a second. Steve uh, put a post out saying that he was looking for a singer, and um, I didn't see like, a, like an ad. We didn't see no post for that. I know. Yeah. I didn't see no post. I didn't even know he was in a band, and he had this post that 
Oh, a post, not like an ad in the newspaper. Yeah, yeah, no, <laughs> Instagram <laughs> post. He's always checking the back of the yeah. newspaper. I think you saw you the post. Know. You guys are in bands already, so <laughs> I know, you don't I need know. to sing for another band. Tour, you know, the post <laughs> yeah, he tried like, out for separate tour. That's true. Like okay. A paper looking for a singer. Wow. <laughs> no way. Old school. You know. In Brazilian <laughs> newspaper. Okay, go ahead. <laughs> All right, go ahead. Anyways, um, so I let me go back even further. I was in a I'm in a band called War Fever in, in San Diego, and we were playing a bunch of shows. And then the pandemic hit and there was absolutely nothing going on, as you know. And so I took the time to just like write a bunch of music, you know, go through the songbook and work on stuff. And so I, I met up with a, a friend of mine that owns um, a record studio and he helped me arrange and, and make these songs. So um, I was just going to like put out a couple of songs and like the I solo saw, thing? Yeah, yeah. Just like songs that I wanted to write that were just, you know, acoustic or whatever. Yeah. Um, and then I saw Steve's post and this music was already done and I was, I had it like ready to go on all social media uh, or on all um, digital platforms. And um, I was like, oh, Steve's looking for a singer, so. I'm just gonna like throw my hat in the ring. You never met. Never, no, never met. Him. You a skateboarder too? Um, I was, yeah. Okay. Not, not so much anymore. You always are, bro. Yeah. Well. Yeah. <laughs> and we're talking like a week, a week later than us meeting. You know, he was gonna put the solo thing out. So. Oh wow. Yeah, it was ready to go. A lot of the songs are on the album now. Yeah. Wow. Yeah. Wow. Nice. And um, so so I said. Great him, songwriter, by the way, man. Thank you. Yeah, great Appreciate songwriter. It. I sent him um, a couple of songs thinking, like, he's not going to answer me. Steve Caballero. He's got better <laughs> things to do. You know what I mean? Yeah, I'm too busy riding a skateboard. <laughs> Don't need to listen and to uh, demo tapes. But the ad was out there. There was a wanted ad out there. So Yeah. So He sent the message. He did. So the next day, he, he hit me back to my surprise. And the next day. Dang. The next day. Yeah. I was I was shocked because I was like busy. I was like that wasn't really supposed to work, you know. <laughs> yeah. Oh, now like, what do I do? Now you yeah, now what do I do? Songs. And uh, so we met up and and he he played me some some of the music that they were um, doing at the time and I think um, it you know it was it was like kind of um, can't hear him. Oh, you can't hear him? No, it's no more. I oh. can hear you. That oh, it's yeah. weird. Oh, yeah, that happened to me. Here we go. This there we go. It's the cable, I think. The cable. You good, Cab? Okay, we're good. Okay. So, so you were you were writing songs. Cab was writing songs, and you had your songs. Yeah. yeah. So um, he played me some tracks, and I was like, "Yeah, I mean that that, let's do it. I'll do anything." <laughs> and yeah. um, he he played some of the music that I had to his band, and uh, they were like, "Yeah, <laughs> nah." <laughs> Wow. <laughs> <laughs> which really? you yeah. know what i get it because like i have a i have like a higher pitch voice and, and yeah they were doing a, something a little more aggressive and that's cool i get it yeah um yeah you're more melodic yeah yeah and so how aggressive was it no know. well you know like, i i i just feel like they just were expecting something else you know i mean obviously when you're in a band you have different tastes and different types of singers and when you're getting together with guys that you've never played before, you really don't know what they're thinking and what yeah. kind of singer you want, you know? So I was the one who brought someone to the table. And when I played them Tim's demo tape, they uh, they weren't re as receptive 
mm. as I was, mm. and I was like tripping out, going like, okay, like so. Then I just had to make a really strong decision because I had been in this band for a year, uh, practicing and writing songs, and we had about ten songs. Yeah. So Tim was going to have to come into a band that already had ten songs finished and add lyrics to it, which is Why? probably super difficult. Totally, you know. Totally. Um. So then when they gave me that response, I slept on it and I, I had to make a huge decision whether to um, just quit this band that I've been playing with these friends of mine or, or and start something new with Tim. So when I met him at coffee, you know, I had a really great feeling about Tim and, and yeah. his personality and the songwriting. And I just went with my heart and my heart was saying, like, you know, drop this project and start something new with Tim because this is going to be successful. And those guys are cool. Everything's cool with the original. They're cool. You know, they're, homies, still, yeah. they're still jamming. Yeah. Uh, they actually got another guitar player singer, so they're jamming. Um, yeah. But, um, yeah. yeah, it's just going in and out. That's good. Um, but, yeah, so it all worked out, you know. Um, check one, two. Yeah. Can you hear yourself? There we go. There we go. Yeah, it's just kind of. It's something in that thing, jagged. yeah. It's in the cable. Sorry guys, yeah. I'm doing the cable. I need, my budget is low right now. I gotta get a, okay. I'll get a cable. So yeah, so it, it it all worked out, you know. Um, everything kind of snowballed from there. Um, you know, Tim found a drummer like really quick. Yeah, which was extremely like, lucky. The next yeah. day, or I don't know when. It, I, I basically I basically yeah. cold called this guy oh, just so out of nowhere. I didn't even know him. Like, really? I was like, hey, I'm doing this thing with Steve Caballero, and he's like, what? <laughs> he's all sure you are. So this is another. Want me to tape that camera or something? No. I didn't know this. I didn't know what? Dylan at all. Wow. So, cold so called, I basically yeah. cold called Steve, and then I cold called Dylan and formed a band with people I didn't know. And, and it worked out amazing, though. Yeah, it worked <laughs> out. And Dylan started uh, the Bomb Pops. Okay, drumming for the Bomb Pops. Shout out so, to the yeah, Bomb Pops. Shout out to Jan. OG yeah, they're member. on tour now. That's awesome. So it's all it all came together fast. It did. Um, yeah, we. I mean, we hit it off. We started making music like immediately. We were having fun, and uh, and how long did that take to start in the studio with Cam? Is it Cameron Webb? Cameron Webb. Yeah, like big time producer. Like, what was it, how long was that time frame from writing those songs and then practicing, and then making the record? It seemed fast. It was pretty quick. Yeah. Yeah. Um. Well, we were like a three piece for four months. Yeah. Four okay. months. And then, um, it's funny because a friend of mine was hitting me up every day to play guitar in in urethane he's like dude let me in let me in wow and um i was like yeah you know let let's hold let's hold off on that for a minute yeah and, um and then one day steve calls me up and he's like hey dude i think i want to play guitar <laughs> I, I was like bass <laughs> oh perfect okay, okay i got a bass player so um because this guy plays bass in in my other band okay and that turned out to be chad who plays bass with us now awesome and he is friends with jen and jefe yep um so the day that he first played with us, he comes in after practice and he's like, Hey, uh, I gave my, I gave your demo to Jen at Cybertracks and she's super interested in doing something. So, um, Chad and I drove up there and talked to Jen and basically had a deal. So it's crazy. <laughs> I mean, yeah, so that Chad, was his, that was his first practice. And Chad is a wow. singer for Skipjack. Okay, as well. So he's been in the music scene in San Diego for lots of years. Yeah, yeah. Um, and like I said, all these guys have been in bands and and have been playing pretty much this whole time. They put the time in, yeah. Before, yeah. yeah. So everything that's happening to us right now, um, because so fast, is because of 
all the experience and everything that we've done in the past that's all coming together. And your relationships, connections, and friendships, yeah. and yeah. everything, yeah. We're just, you know, just using all that, and, and that's how it's snowballing. And, you know, when, when that happens, this when good things happen, more good things happen. You I know? agree. And um, I, I, I feel like the music and uh, backs up the hype, you know. Mm-hmm. So I've never been like so proud of a project as far as um, where I'm at as a musician and, and what we've come to put together. Yeah. And the heart and soul of the band is Tim because he's written all the, the songs and the lyrics and everything. But I feel like um, we kind of add our own flavor to the album. Yeah. You know, mm-hmm. um, I kind of give it my influence of what I feel sounds pleasing to my ear. And so a lot of the stuff that I wrote in this um, on the record I wrote in the studio because of when I we came into the studio, we came into the studio with a certain type of song and, and how the song sounded, but yeah. then we left with a different, you know, because uh, I was on the on the couch behind with the acoustic guitar. It's awesome. Um, fiddling around and having Cameron yell at me every once in a while. <laughs> it's like, hey, can you keep it down back there? I'm like, hey, I'm writing some music here, bro. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> no. <laughs> you just go record and you do your thing and uh, let me do my thing back here. <laughs> no, it wasn't like that. But, uh, you know, so it was cool. You know, um, I've never been in a studio where you take three weeks to record yeah, an man. album. That that That's was crazy. like unheard of for me. Yeah. Like I've been in punk bands. You go, you're in there for three days and then you're out. <laughs> yeah, All no. done, recorded. Yeah, yeah. Those fashion finished. albums. Yeah. Yeah. You get an album like the next week. You yeah. Know, vinyl the right. next week. It's ready to, for sale. It's so much time to be creative. It's awesome. Yeah, yeah. I've and never what, had my ass kicked like that before. Like, what came about with like that difference from this time and instead of the past? You know, with like the faction. Do you think it was a lot easier now, or you know more now, or was it? I mean, I, I think I'm just a more I'm, talented musician okay. now. I have an open mind when it comes to ideas. Mm-hmm. Yeah, um, there's just a lot of stuff that I I that I like that that's melodic and, and I know what I like, you know? And, and so when I add my part to the, to the, the songs or the, or the album, it's, it's, it's what I'm influenced by. Okay. And, you know, when we first met and I had never dealt with a producer before, I was going to ask you that too. Yeah. Never, never dealt with that. Never only wow. dealt with the guy who recording it, you know, because the bands would always kind of produce themselves. Totally, DIY. You know? And so I never uh, understood the whole, like, you're paying this guy extra money, a lot of dollars to help produce your record. Like, yell at like, you. What is this guy going to do? Like That you can't do. That I can't do. Exactly. And he showed us. He showed me, like... He's legit. He showed me things I can't hear, right. you yeah. know? So there was times where we'd be singing. Uh, he'd be like, you're flat or you're high, you know? Um, okay, and then I'd, like play a note and he'd be like you got to do that over and i'm like what do you mean i gotta do it over he's like you bent the note right. i'm like you heard that like, <laughs> i'm like okay if that's yeah. what you say that i'll do it again yeah and so there was a lot of do it again do it again yeah in the course definitely i was like dude like two takes just like let's do this <laughs> and he would get so mad really like, i would love it, it was I knew how to set him off after a while. I was like, just say dumb punk guy stuff. And he, yeah. You know, yeah. Like, dude, just, just, uh, correct the pitch and let's, let's move on. <laughs> was, was, what? This, yeah. was that your first time with a real producer too? Yeah. Wow. Oh, man. That's incredible. And man. so what was the gap between being in a studio and then this band? It wasn't the faction. You had other bands be, since then. Actually, you know what? 
I went into the studio again with the faction and we re-recorded all those songs. Okay. Uh, we recorded um, 12 songs um, from back in the day that we recorded wow. in 1984, 85. Wow. We just re-recorded them a couple years ago um, in a studio in Burbank. Okay. You know? um, and so we released uh, those, those, those songs on an album um, just to show the people what we sound like now as okay. musicians. I need same, to hear same that. Same songs. Yeah, was it was um, a real big difference? Yeah, there okay, was. It was okay. huge. The, okay. the 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 uh, was full, a lot, a lot fuller. Uh, we changed a few things, um, but it, I, I have to say it's our best faction material. Yeah. And then you know, um, and this was after we broke up. Like yeah, we, I yeah. just disbanded the band right before COVID hit, so. I, we played our last couple of shows and then all of a sudden I get talked into like, we're, we're going to studio. And I'm like, we just quit. <laughs> we're going to studio. We're going to re-record these albums. Wow. You know? Um, and I'm like, and I didn't want to be that dude. Like, no, I'm not doing it. Like, mm -hmm. no. I'm like, all right. Did you write a lot of those songs in Faction? Um, I did some of them. A lot of them were written by um, our guitar player. Okay. And uh, our singer. Yeah. Uh, it's, lyrically, it was always the singer. Yeah. Um, Adam wrote some lyrics as well, but yeah, it was it, back in the day. It was a combination of of uh, mine and Adam's ideas, and then Ray wrote some some stuff as well. Yeah. So, um, in '84 we were a four piece, and '85 we became a five piece. So kind of the same transition as I did with Urethane is I started off on bass. Yeah. And then after the first tour uh, around the U.S., uh, um, I decided the same thing. I was like, I want to play guitar for this band, you mm. know. And every time I've been added to as a guitar player, I, I feel like the band is enhanced, you know, yeah, 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 with the sound and ideas and everything. Yeah. Did you never stop playing guitar throughout your whole life? Even with skateboarding, you always play guitar here and there, no matter what, right? Yeah. I mean, I've I've always been in bands since I started the faction in '82. Wow. I've always I've been in you know. Um, Lots of different types of bands. Uh, another band after the faction was Odd Man Out. I was uh, I was playing guitar in that. And then I switched to bass in a band called Shovelhead in the nineties, ninety five. I went back to guitar uh, in a band called Soda. And then after that, we were just faction reunions from there. Yeah. yeah, but it makes sense the the pop punk for you because you've always loved that. You play with Blink on the Warp Tour. You play with Strung Out. You're always jumping on stage with these pop punk bands and knowing their songs. So you're like. You're a fan of that type of music as well, so it makes sense. Of course, you yeah. Know, I've, I'm I'm a punk at heart, uh, but then I love things with melodies, and I love things that that you can sing along. Of course. You know? So, um, you know, that's just that's just just the style of music I like. You know, and and I feel like this band has that. You know. Yeah, totally. It's got a. I was thinking that it's got like a. Um, it's got a pegboy vibe to it. It's got an alkaline trio vibe to yeah, it. For sure. That I was when I was listening to songs the other day, like I'm not sure if you guys are fans of Peg Boy, but they're incredible from oh, yeah. Chicago, yeah. Mm -hmm. But obviously Trio. Like what what are your influences like for this band? Like what, I mean, what did you grow up on? Alkaline Trio was actually a really big influence. Boom. Fuck it. I, mean, sure, I knew it. So I get Kevin's like when I swear, I, I freaking knew I, it. I get you know, we get you owe me a dollar, bro. comparisons. <laughs> you know, I liked a lot of that. It's got a trio vibe, man. Jawbreaker kind of stuff. You yeah, know, yeah, the, totally. The stuff, I guess you'd call it. But um Sorry, Stella. Um you can hear it for sure. Skiba was a huge lyrical influence on me. I love his like poetic style. Um, you have a poetic style as well. So, and same with like Blake and you know, that's to me, like even though you can't hear the lyrics, I want the lyrics to be 
as as good as they can. Yeah, you're you know you're I mean? a great lyricist for sure, Thank man. Thank you. I was trying to dissect what you had me sing for Avalanches. I was like, what am I singing? <laughs> what does this mean? These are some big ass words. I'm, I'm a punker. Like I'm not supposed to know what these words mean, but yeah, you killed it. <laughs> Thank you. But I'm just saying, like you're right, and you can tell that's very very skiba, man. Yeah. Do you so. read a lot too? Um, read books? Not so much anymore, but okay. Yeah. yeah. But no. you read a lot of books growing up. Yeah. Yeah. It's kind of a nerd, but yeah. You you like a uh, a Greg? Was it Greg Graffin? Is that his name? Oh uh, yeah, from Bad yeah, Religion. Yeah, you like that type. You're on that level. Um, well, yeah, I, I wish. Well, I'm smart, like, <laughs> <laughs> but as far as writing and shit, like smart, like you that can dude's tell. A PhD, but yeah. Yeah, but there um, are people like like a Milo. There's like people in this scene. Yeah, that, you know, I mean, actually, Descendants was like that was the first punk band I ever heard. So it's it like, was it, like yeah, that, that always stuck with me. Yeah, but, but are you Bad Religion smart? <laughs> the question because that's he's a professor he's right there. he's a professor he's a total professor. professor but i also love it like <laughs> or are you blink 182 smart Ooh, Ooh it's different somewhere in between there i think <laughs> or are you, okay. je- are you jello smart <laughs> dead kennedy's oh man i mean street j- smart <laughs> <laughs> but isn't it interesting because there is there is some punk that's like you know they're not educated and and they're just they learn from the streets and yeah, then yeah. they sing about their life and streets. then they're like fuck school and fuck your parents and Whoa, anarchy. Hey, hey. I'm sorry, but hey, then, but <laughs> dude, I'm almost at five bucks. I know, but listen, but Tim, but then, but then there's punks who are like educated and professors and yeah. scientists, crazy. And, they're, and they're connected to this music that's for misfits and weirdos. Yeah, but they're educated, went to college, like, got PhDs. There's I, so much I learned so much about politics and government from Bad Religion and Good Riddance and Dead Kennedys for me. Yeah, MDC for me. Who's Governor Jerry Brown? I don't know who that was yeah, right? growing up in yeah. those songs, like. <laughs> Jello was so ahead of the curve with everything, all politics. For you sure. know, he was so like smart. He wasn't afraid to put it out there. Right, Cab? What do you think? <laughs> well, I'm thinking about um I was I wanted to say that I had one request <laughs> when I was gonna start this band with Tim and I said no F bombs. Wow. Yeah. <laughs> I know he was bad. He, he was had be- to think about it. He had to drink his coffee and think about it a little bit. Like, hmm. I was so proud of myself. I was, go, I was going through the inventory. I'm like, no f bomb. Okay, we're good. You want me to hold that for you? I feel so bad, Cab. No, I'm I'm good. This, this, something happened with the splitter of the headphones, so Cab is holding the splitter. Boo. I was I was so proud with Cab because the one album that he played on Skate on Use Your Voice, I didn't swear on the record one time. <laughs> and he could play it for his kids and be proud because yes. he's like, you swear a lot on records, but no, and so that's, you, you, yeah. that was my thing. I just wanted I my kids to be able to hear it, you right. know, and and. You know, but do you I sing mean, along to Nazi punks? F off. Do you sing along to that? In my head, exactly. Yeah. <laughs> so you never, you never swore growing up. Of course I did. Okay. Yeah. Of course I did. Yeah, but you're a parent. You're but I'm, sp- a, I'm a good little Christian. I boy. Know, I don't know. Yeah. I you, good, uh, what? Go ahead, Derek. No, like the consciousness <laughs> of not swearing on an album is pretty. Cool. Dude, it's hard. I still cuss it's every once in a while. It's difficult, but we, I, I, I know this, uh, you know, approach of going into an album like we've had that. Before, where I was like, you know what? I really want to use as less profanity as possible. You don't swear that much. I don't, and I try not to. I mean, uh, Separator is no swearing in the records you. No, recorded. there is, but very little. And that's hardcore, bro. Yeah, you know, <laughs> I think there's other powerful words than you know, for sure. Bring it down to the gutter. Yeah, I mean, that's easy to do, so it makes it challenging, right? To think of a creative way to to have that impact that those words do have. And for yeah. me, our lyrics are so positive, and everything we write about is. Is on that vibe that for me to say to say fuck once in a while makes me feel like um, I'm not um, I don't have to be I don't know I'm not like 
perfectly positive and happy and everything's wonderful, I can say fuck to show that I have some <laughs> angst too. Yeah, yeah. Like right, I, right, I, yeah, I get yeah, angry yeah, too. Yeah. Like everything's just like I wake up every day like <laughs> everything's great. PMA and skip around my backyard and flowers. But I like like that I can say fuck attitude. and be like yeah. That yeah. Attitude was something that we took an approach on one album that we had. We're like let's since it's easy in that world of heavy music to complain about everything around us. We're already let's, complaining. Yeah. It's like, let's write an album that's geared yeah. to only positive things. And that's a challenge. Mm. It was really hard to, but possible. And we did that. Yeah. And so you're saying no swearing on the record. Uh, no swearing. Wow. Okay. T- right. Took them all out. Took them out. Took it out. Yeah. I, wow. I wrote them Cap- with, with some. Steve Kepler was censored your lyrics. I got power, bro. He censored you. I got power. <laughs> I actually learned that. Uh, <laughs> I'm, a, I'm a closet F-bomber. Okay. Uh, yeah. Okay. Let me find out this dude yeah. swearing in his house. I'm a you can't F swear in your record, oh, but he's swearing all the, in the all house. The way up oh, in, all the way up in traffic, you should have heard him. It's you like do a sailor. A lot of, uh, you son of a. Gosh darn it. <laughs> yeah. Little, little fingers out the window, everything. Do you have a word like shut the front door? People say that. <laughs> no. That's one. People say that. <laughs> Judas shut Priest. The... Judas Priest. That's an old but word. Cab- yeah. 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 We're not perfect, but I get it. That's awesome. Yeah, that's. But I was proud. I think the next H tour record. It's been seven years since the last one. I'm not going to swear on either. Yeah. Yes. Really? Yeah. Yes. I'm trying not to. I did the last one. It was, was fine. I think it still was good it. for me. But you I know. believe it will be. You can do it. I yes, absolutely. So chasing horizons. That was your title. Um, actually, Chad came up with that. Okay. We were thinking about album titles, and uh, I don't know. That that was one that stuck out stuck out for him. So. And who did the art with the car on the cover? That was Mark DeSalvo. Oh, Mark! I know Mark. Shout out yeah. to Mark. That's awesome. Yeah. yeah. He's uh. He's going through some stuff right now, so he's um, definitely in our thoughts. Yeah. Keep oh, you, wow. Keep okay. He's got throat cancer, so. Oh, wow. Man, I did not know that. I love yeah. Mark. Okay. Um, love you, Mark. But he also uh, appeared in our first video okay. the gra- uh, on the song Gravity. Okay. So it was actually cool to have him do a cameo, and him and um, Kevin Staub. Oh, oh, wow. Professional skateboard from love the Love Kevin Staub. Yeah, man. Um, so it was, it was really cool, uh, the tie-in and everything, and- and I've met Mark before, um, just being in the punk rock and paintbrushes. Um, yeah, you know, col- uh, collaboration and collective. Uh, all the shows we've been doing around North County and L.A. and um, so it was when we were deciding what we wanted for the uh, the cover of the album. I have so many connections of artists. Of course, I, I just basically threw some names out there um, to Tim and Chad and everyone, and um, they also they had an idea as well and they had Mark and I I had no clue that he had done some previous album covers and yeah. one of my favorite ones or favorite albums is 12 step program from uh, Tony Sly's acoustic record okay. uh, Mark painted that oh well. wow so I felt like you know if we if we use Mark um, there'll be some connection of people in the industry knowing his work yeah for sure. knowing his style his name is you know, so it's it's really good to connect with different people, um, so to to bring some attraction to the album. For and sure. And so I had a connection with musicians like f- you for once. Uh, that's why I reached out. Hey, um, bro, you you owe me one. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, totally. <laughs> I, I play guitar on to- your album, 100%. so can you sing on ours? Of course, bro. <laughs> and if it you would have said man. no, like, I would have toilet papered your house. Never, bro. You would have swore at me. I would have. I probably <laughs> would have said. Frickin' oh, <laughs> that's like no. The, I was honest. The, the, the New York, the New York style, right? No, I, I was on. I was honest, man. It was yeah. awesome. Of course, Quarter man. for a cup of coffee, a freaking coffee. <laughs> oh, that was 
very <laughs> um, we'll and, coffee. And, we'll talk. <laughs> and, and a little bit of punk rock paintbrushes because Dan Smith was out with you and Sasoy. Oh, yeah. That was so cool to see you guys traveling around with the art and stuff. Like it's pretty awesome you guys doing that. That was the best. That tour that we did with them. Emily um, runs punk rock and paintbrushes, yep. and she brought us all out there. Matt Novak, Hensley, Novak, um, Blair. Um, yeah, it was cool. Sasoy and Dan, and it was just it was awesome. It was good to to be out. On tour again, and you guys meet, were in a van. People, we were in a van, small van. We went to three different cities: uh, yeah. Chicago, Detroit, um, and we skated too. We, I know, we I went saw to a that. couple places skating, and um, we had some Q and As. Yeah, I saw and, that too. Everybody um, speaking, sold and stuff. a lot of art, and it was just a fun, fun time. And more, more times coming. I mean, it's just, it's just starting, you know. And it was just great being around these guys because it was a good vibe and. It's good to to hang out with people to get to know them. You know, yeah, for sure. Know the real people behind their art and their creativity and and their profession. Yeah, I mean you're nonstop, especially how old are you now? Can you say? I'm fifty six. I'll be uh, fifty seven yeah. in November. You just keep getting younger too, like just playing music <laughs> and like it's like what are you gonna do? I gotta skate today. Have band practice. I'm fifty seven. Like it's an amazing or moto. Yeah, moto, moto. <laughs> yeah, it's pretty amazing, Cab. Like. Yeah, you know, I just kind of like, uh, I don't really young. think about the, the age number, uh, yeah. you know, I just kind of think about how I feel, and I think I've made some good choices as far as what I put in my body, yep. and how um, I keep myself active. Cab salads. Cab salads, yeah, it helped, you know, that was something that helped me lose weight, because, yeah. uh, you know, there's been times where I've gone weight changes, and, and the way my body looks, and the way my body feels, and how... Um, you know, when you get older, you slow down, you know, you're not as hyper, you know, uh, you sit down a lot, you know, and yeah. so, and you start to love food a lot, yeah. and especially <laughs> with this comfort, comfort food, you know, especially and, pandemic. Uh, you know, and the way food is processed today, I mean, it's just so convenient, so easy to get. It's not as healthy as people think. So I feel Agreed. like a lot of people, um, base their diets off their taste buds. When they don't do the research, facts. You know, the research is really important, and just because it tastes good doesn't mean it is good. Agreed, hundred percent. We know that. No, no doubt. Yeah. yeah, your salads are amazing, man. You doing juice cleanses as well? I remember that. Yeah. So, you know, uh, as far as people getting sick, you know, you really have to do the homework. You have to really like before you, if you go to a doctor, they're not going to show you how to eat. They're no. just going to show you what you can take to put a Band-Aid over your symptom, but they're not going to educate you. And I feel like nutrition, the only education you get is from your parents. And if your parents eat like crap, 100%. you're going to eat like crap. Mm -hmm. 100%. You know so my yep. my parents didn't eat very well, so they, they died at a very young age. Wow. You know, actually my mom lived longer. It seems like women usually yeah, live longer. Long. Yeah, <laughs> my, my wife told me she's going to outlive me all the time. <laughs> Go ahead. Fortunately, the facts are... It is, it's true? Yeah, it's true. Okay. But it is true based on, I think, society. Yeah. If society changed the way they ate and, and what they put in their body, I think those statistics would change. I think you definitely hit the nail on the head when you said educating, you know, is the most important aspect to start off first. At a young age, you know, it's so important that kids really get that education yeah. of, you know, which direction to go. And so I think, I, I believe in what you're saying, you know, I, I I think I learned so much more from growing up and 
then having a kid and seeing what they're eating and then noticing what other kids are eating and just thinking about my own life and going back, it's like, wow, this is super, super important to have that education because a lot of people just don't know. No. It's true. You know, they they, yeah. they want to know, and I think if they, you know, if they had that information, then a lot of changes can happen. Yeah, and it takes discipline, Definitely. you know, 100%. and it takes like really caring about yourself and the true. way you look, you know, and it's feel, like look you know. in the mirror, man. Like, did you look like that when you were in your 20s? And also how you feel, yeah. you know. Definitely, I, I think it affects you mentally, not only physically, you know, what you're eating. There's food that can bring your emotions. For sure. 100%. You know, I felt that heavy. Yeah, I mean, for sure. Yeah. yeah. Sugar. Yeah. Can bring it down. Yeah. I love Up how. Up and down. <laughs> I love how open minded yeah. you are, too, about veganism. We cook, we come to your house, we cook impossible burgers, we go to Crossroads. Like, you're totally open minded to that stuff, yeah. too, as well. Well, for sure. I mean, you know, especially if it's, if, if it's a healthy choice. Yeah. You know, and I think that's really important. Yeah. What about you, Timmy? The same way? Um, I am. You're in shape. I was just thinking about that. My my mom, growing up, she was a vegetarian. So, like, I remember being like, oh, God, carrots again. (laughs) (laughs) And now I'm like, where's the the carrots at? You know? (laughs) Carrot juice, carrot soup, carrot ice cream. And the the convenience (laughs) thing, like, we didn't have the convenience that that kids have today. Like, in high school, they can eat, like, Taco Bell and all that stuff. And we didn't have that. Yeah. And now there's so many more. Yeah. Yeah, man. So what's you guys' goal for, for the for the record? And like, what's your plan? Is there like a tour set up? Is is it kind of hard to book a tour now with everything going on? It's just like one-offs. Um, our booking agent is like just throwing these kind of one-offs at us right now. So yeah. it's like, and we're stoked. We'll, we're taking them all. So um, Yeah, the yeah, punk rock bone is exciting. Know. Yeah, for sure. We're really stoked for that. That's like um, next week. That's exciting in Vegas. Can't wait. But um, how many songs are you gonna have in the set list? Oh yeah, that's a great question. How many songs on the record? Uh, there's 12 songs on the record. Okay. So how many gonna play live? We're gonna do probably 11 or 12. Wow. We're gonna do. Um, I mean, depending on the set time. You know? Yeah, 12 exactly. 12 songs. I think we're gonna add a cover. Or cover, you can't well. say. Um, it depends on on. Uh, I don't know what are we. The gonna Shred do? Fest. We're. Yeah, we're doing, doing McRad, a, we're doing a McRad. McRad. Oh wow. Yeah. That's awesome. So I'm sure some people Shout out to Chuck Trace. Yeah. Yes. Legend. Yeah. Definitely. That is cool. People no will doubt. recognize it when they hear it. It's it was on one of our Pal Peralta videos. So oh, mm-hmm. okay. that is amazing. Unban this. I, I also want to say that Cab, you were the first person I saw ever wearing a misfit shirt. Ever. Really? <laughs> no and, and the Bones Brigade videos, nobody was rocking that. Maybe Metallica did after, but he's rocking that. I forgot what video it was. You're rocking the Misfit Skull shirt before People didn't even know what that was back then, eighty early in the ladies, eighties, yeah, right? I got a lot of shit for that from Powell too. Wow. Did you? you just oh, said really? shit on my podcast. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Ring the bell. I need a dollar. We're gonna edit that out. No, I'm not. <laughs> Pissed. I got cab on. Bad recording. influence here. We can edit, edit cab. <laughs> Don't worry. <laughs> you got in trouble for wearing the misfit shirt in the video. I did. Why? Because it was too. Not in the video. I got uh, a lo- a lot of grief for uh, it. Um, so I was at a contest in 1986. It was, and I remember showing up there at the uh, the velodrome there in Carson City, and I remember Stacy Peralta coming up to me with a with a, a Manila folder of uh, photos that he xeroxed from all the magazines, and he sh- 
laid him out on a table, and he's like, so what's going on here? And I'm looking at the photo. There's a cover shot. There's a centerfold. There's a full page there. And like, what's going on here? And I'm like, what do you mean? He's like, where's the POW shirts? I see you wearing a Batman shirt. I see Spider-Man. I see the Misfits. <laughs> I see the Faction. Okay. I love where the, that. Where are the yeah. POW shirts? I'm like, I don't know. This is who I am. This is what I. This is how I want to represent myself. And so, yeah, so I, you know, I got a lot of grief for not being a, like a billboard. I love that. You're the black the, sheep. Um, yeah, I just, you know, I just, everyone in the 80s kind of like had their own style and I just kind of wanted to show people what I was into, you know, yeah. I wanted to sh- wear my heart on my sleeve or actually on the front of my shirt. And, <laughs> yeah. And Stacy, he's wearing a polo shirt today, just so you know. Um, <laughs> I am. Future right. primitive, Stace. Is that original? That talking that you, you wow. told me it really set in. So now I'm wearing, but you. You can't see it because I'm in a podcast. Yo, is that original? Uh, no, I don't think so. I think wow. this might be a, a, a remake. Anyway, the Misfits shirt, I was like, wow, like, yeah. this is so cool. Yeah. Like and the connection. You Definitely. know what's so funny about the whole Misfits thing is I hated the Misfits. What wow. What's wrong with you? I hated the Misfits. <laughs> I'll tell you why. So, you know, I, I was skating my ramp and... We would put. We had this little cassette ghetto play, uh, ghetto player with cassettes, and uh, me and Gavin would always kind of switch out our tapes of what we wanted to skate to. Gavin is a singer for the Faction. Yeah. And this is before, you know, um, we had gone on tours and everything, and so we'd be skating, and then like um, I had I had discovered Metallica, yes. and this was back in 1981 or 82, and I brought the tape. To my house to, and I put it in there to skate and then Gavin would take it out mm. and like we're like we're gonna put the misfits in and I'm like no we're playing Metallica <laughs> okay and then we would just kind of fight wow. over like what we we're gonna listen to so then I was like I'm gonna be I'm gonna be like I'm I'm not gonna like the misfits then if you don't like Metallica I'm gonna oh, hate the misfits wow he ruined it for you well I mean it's kind of like one of those things where you like you're, you're trying to like be like um, going against the grain, yeah. you know, and like, the punk attitude, and, and and now you're going against punk against the <laughs> grain. <laughs> well, it's just funny because I would hear it so much. It's like, how can you not like the Misfits? It's so like, it's it, amazing, it's, dude. It, it like my daughter, my daughter who's eleven. <laughs> is walking around with a Misfits t-shirt wow. right now. And I'm like, babe, like... I was wearing... That's like, crazy. That's I'm like, so Halloween. Babe, like, <laughs> why are you wearing a Misfits shirt? Oh, my mom bought it for me. I'm like, do you even know who the Misfits are? Name and three she's songs. Like, exactly. yeah. So she played Punk a song. Police. She goes, well, I like this song, Dad. Wow. And she plays it. And it's like with that with the new singer. Ooh. David Gray. Whatever. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, and, I'm, and I had... I'm not going to say his name on here. Oh, sorry. And that's I didn't. Okay. I didn't have the heart to t- tell her like um, that's not even like the Misfits. Wow! <laughs> but at least she's listening to it. That's pretty cool. And yeah. Checking them out. Most kids don't. So like, I I was like, okay, I'm I'm gonna not like them. And then they would just play them over and over. And then it just kind of grew on me. It's kind of like that song on the radio that you hate, and then it just gets played so much. Yeah. You're like now you're starting to hum it. Yeah. And sing it, and you're like, this song's actually kind of good. You know? Yeah. So that's that's how that's how the Misfits uh was kind of presented to me, introduced to me was um I was kind of like forced to like it 
you know. Wow. And I ended up liking it, and so I in like the video, it today. In the video, wearing the shirt, did you hate him or love him at that point? Well, wearing the shirt, I loved it. Yeah, 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 yeah. So I see you rock Metallica shirts too back then. Yeah, yeah. and so. But you know it, that's that was the situation back then. Wow. You know. Um, but yeah, and kind of same thing with like with Alkaline Trio. So, I saw Alkaline Trio open up for the Misfits just recently. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You know, yeah. at that show in L.A. Yeah. I could care less about Alkaline Trio. Mm-hmm. I could care less about that band. And actually, when I went to that show, I was like, "Why are these dudes open up for the Misfits? Like, what is the connection here? Wow. Two, two different genres of music eras." Like, but inspired. I, by I didn't them, care probably. about Mar- uh, Skiba. You know what I mean? Yeah. His voice. But it wasn't until I started listening to the new Blink One Eighty Two. Wow. I loved Blink One Eighty Two, and then when they put out those two two new albums with with Skiba in it, I was like, man, I really like his voice. I I like these songs. And then so I went backwards. And I'm like, oh well, he sings for another band called Alkaline. I know who Alkaline Trio is. Like that is so interesting. So I went backwards, and I'm like, oh. I like this stuff. Like, wow. You know, and so his participation with Blink-182 got me into listening to his original And you did, you did the same thing with Zoli and Pennywise. You went back and you liked Ignite. Yeah. You started hitting me up with Ignite after that. Yeah. The same thing. Zoli's yeah. an incredible singer, man. Oh, he's amazing. Oh, yeah. Incredible pipes. Yeah. Wow, man. That's it's so interesting, man. So crazy. It's so, the power that influences. Uh, yeah. I mean, so, you know, people's attitudes and, and tastes change over the years and- you know, you can be as narrow-minded as you want, but eventually you, you cave in. Yeah. So now you're now you're in a band that's heavily inspired by Alkaline Trio. Um. It's, yeah. I mean, I I I like I love his music. I love his voice. I yeah. love the tunes the way they do. And, Great songwriter, and, man. Yeah. And you know, Tim happened to. I mean, maybe that's why I, I liked his voice and his music. You know, he didn't even know and, it. Yeah. And went for it. You know. So. so you like Skiba singing in Blink? I love he it. He does a great job, man. He's yeah. amazing. Yeah, yeah he does great a great song job. Great songwriter, great sound. Uh, very melodic. Very. I love I love stuff that you can hum to and sing. And you like and you like Zoli and Pennywise too. I loved it because you're a Pennywise fan as well. Huge so like Pennywise fan. So you liked it both, Jim and him. Yeah, I do. You know, it, it it's funny because like I never even knew about that album. So <laughs> so basically, it's funny. So I found out about Zoli and Ignite. When I went to go see um, a Strung Out show. Okay. Okay. I went yeah. to go see Strung Out. I didn't even know Ignite was playing. <laughs> okay. Right? And I heard Ignite's name all through the years through the Warped Tour. Of course. But I never like cared or put given two cents, you know, like yeah. my attention. And then I was walking towards backstage and all of a sudden I hear this band and I, I'm like, wow, this sounds pretty good. I went to, to stay there for one song. I stayed the whole set because they were that... You know, influential and impression impressionable yeah. for me that I stayed and watched the whole set, and I'm like, I'm an Ignite fan because of that show. Yeah, right. That's amazing. So then, um, I, I I I I got the Ignite record, and then all of a sudden I'm like, oh wait, didn't he sing? I think I think he sang for Pennywise <laughs> at some time. Yeah. Right? yeah. And then so I I. I Looked up on iTunes. I'm like, wait, here's this album I've never, Pennywise album I never got. And then all of a sudden I got the album. I'm like, oh my goodness. The best of both worlds. Yeah, so <laughs> love <good>. Pennywise. <laughs> love his voice. Yeah. You know, sorry, Jim. Sorry, Fletch. But uh, <laughs> I, I love that album. Yeah. You know, uh, a great job, it's a great man. album. And, yeah. and sure enough, Cameron Webb, who did our album, did that album. Yeah. And I was like, I'm, there's a reason why 
I love that album, and he's got a huge influence on making great records. So yeah. when we when I heard that we were wor- working with Cameron Webb and he did that album, like okay, this this album's going to be good. Like, yeah, he, what other albums did he do? I know he had like all the Motorhead stuff there. His amp, mm-hmm. he did tons of Motorhead records. Like he's like legit. When I looked him up, he said this tons. guy's producing. I was like, wow. Even after I left the studio, I was like, holy crap. Like yeah. I, I just listened to the song that guy produced. A lot of no effects. A lot of oh, yeah, alkaline right. trio. A lot of. Uh, yeah, I met. That's when I met him with Trio. Pennywise. Pennywise. Yeah, is he from California, Cameron? Yeah, he's from Orange County. Okay, yeah. So that must have been a great, that that yeah. Just going that studio. It's been it was a while for me since I even sang on a record. It's been like seven years since Use Your Voice, almost six years. So going in there and then like having him push me and have him do stuff, I was like, wow, I'm back in the studio again with a pandemic, singing on a song. I never even read the lyrics before. It was an awesome experience. Yeah. And he was super cool. And then man. I was busting your balls. Yeah, Cab's trying to bust yeah. my balls. So I'm like, yo. Yeah. I'm like, Cab, I'm like, Cab, stick to Cab Lariels. <laughs> oh, I'm, I'm, I'm going to stick to singing. <laughs> but I love it. It, it. it was cute. I love Cab's passion. <laughs> Cab's like, you could do it this way better. Because at first I'm like, do you Cameron's want me to sing? rubbing off on him. Yeah, yeah. He's like, yeah. At first Good I'm like, job. do you want me to sing melodic or you want me to sing like aggressive? And I was confused. And then once I got, what I, Cab's like, that's it. That's that's the Toby we want. Like okay, yeah. okay, okay. But it was cool. I was like, me and me and Cap breaking each other's balls and that can yeah. take balls. Yeah. Oh yeah. That was amazing. You need that sometimes. For, you know? sh- for sure. I think that's it's great having a. Oh yeah, Derek, awesome you, you were in the studio. Derek. Yeah. yeah. Okay. I'm gonna try to think. It's gonna go down. You know. I think it's important to have like that that aspect of a producer to really weigh in. You know, because they're seeing it from a different perspective. Yeah, and uh, and they also well, you were become, there. You end up becoming like a member. They do, yeah, you know, for sure. which is kind of cool. You Thanks know? for rooting me on the studio. Yeah, there, bro. I mean, it, you, you just fun. have to get into that zone, but it takes some time. You know, get in the zone. I definitely can relate to you know what he was going through, not being there, just trying to get an idea. Of and where this it's guy's going. writing poetry. I'm I'm reading like a novel. Like <laughs> I mean, the words. I, I gotta tip my hat off to you. It's not easy just to roll in, hear a oh, song no. for the first time. No, and, dude. you know, get down with it. It's really. Really yeah. can be and then you did, and then you, know? you didn't write it, so you have to like right. fake the passion of the song and that you that you wrote <laughs> these lyrics and you believe it. Yeah. Do you know what I'm saying? Yeah, yeah. Or, or just relate it to something that you it's relatable to. You know. That yeah, you but I need a Webster's feel. dictionary to read some of the words he was writing because <laughs> I'm like, I'm because like, there's no f bombs for no one. No f bombs, <laughs> and then South hardcore Twitter. is so different. It's just like. You know, I don't know. We got your back. We love you. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Unity, community. I don't know. Like the words we sing is so direct. But right. he was using other words and other things. It's beautiful. Like your writing's incredible. Dude. Get you out of your man. box, man. Get you out of your box. It was. It, was it, did, it did get me out of the box. And it was. And it sounds amazing. You know, it yeah. sounds I'm really, stuck. Yeah. Like once you got in that zone, and once I was like, man, this is gonna be. Yeah. Great. The the passion's definitely the avalanches. There. You think we're allowed to have that song? play at the end of this episode that'd be kind of sick yeah because a lot of people would hear we allowed to do that we get in trouble you're allowed that's a great that's a great idea right yeah at the end of this podcast we're going to play the song that i guess the parents song called avalanches that's smart right yeah we get in trouble from the label. I was actually asking Cab Punk if we rock, could bro. do that. Got your back. Who cares? And then we're shooting a video. We're going to shoot I got a video too, bro. Thank you, Cab. Thank you, Cab. Yeah. We're gonna we're gonna <laughs> shoot video for this song too. Yes, we're well. We were going to shoot a video uh, last week with you and mm-hmm. the boys in the band and and a, a huge party in my backyard. Yes. With the ramp and barbecue and swimming and Derek's going to barbecue. Yeah. Yes. Yeah, yes. And I got a new Traeger. What? I got a new Trigger Grill. <laughs> Are you serious? Did you get the one. green egg or no? Which one did I get? I got, I don't know. I, it's the green egg. Our, our publicist, okay. our publicist Gary got it for me. I'm Anyways, we were going to use it and we were getting it for the interview, I mean for the uh, the video shoot. Damn. And then I was at band practice and I 
li- I lifted up one of my heavy amps, set it down wrong, Boom, and tweaked back. my back. Yep, back. Which in turn had us cancel a show with Agent Orange. Wow. And also ha- had us cancel the video shoot. Yeah. Which I was kind of bummed because I put the word out there like we're shooting a video. We'll make it happen. Huge we'll make party. it better. It'll be good. Yeah. And. Uh, we had to cancel. We we'll get some impossibles to be on there. We'll yeah, there be no yeah. no animals would be hurt during the barbecue. <laughs> Absolutely not. We keep it for the environment. You'll be cooking right like last time. Yes, I will be. No cooking. ankles will be twisted. No, no it, ankles will be broken. It, and <laughs> it's going to be the same producer filmer that that filmed Gravity. He was really stoked on doing this, and uh, we're going to have you skating. Down, Kobe? so oh, down. Yeah, of course, map. of course. Yeah. I haven't skated since then. You th- you think we, I, I could put like a <laughs> throw like a, a bucket list wish list out who you can invite to the be in the video It'll be so sick of think, course Ooh, I know he's a big listener Tony Hawk I know you're listening <laughs> <laughs> I invited him oh wow he was gonna come oh, oh, he was gonna come. Too, man. but now the new date won't well, work so for him. he was gonna come I mean you know we Cole. were gonna get a bunch of yeah just we we're just gonna get a bunch we're of gonna make it happen yeah I mean it's it was gonna be, gonna be my very first party at my house I've lived there since 2014 I haven't had one party. Oh my so God. this Let's was going to be a banger. Happen, Are your neighbors cool about your ramp? Who cares? <laughs> yes! <laughs> yes! <laughs> exactly. It was going to be so loud. That's going to be sick. Yeah. So we just got to figure out so, a time to do it. Everybody's available, man. We'll, we'll, we'll get it done. If I skate and with And that will be for avalanches. Of course. If, yeah, man. If Tony Hawk's skating, I don't, I don't know what I'm going to do. I got a list. Of <laughs> you have to skate like again, old. too. Like... I, I Let's might talk about <laughs> the, the thing about Jeez. Derek breaking his ankle at cabs was that oh it was the end of the God. day. He was just barely pumping. I was barely pumping. I was like, "Let me get this, get this pump going." Everybody on. had their pads off. They were chilling. Yep, I had a tiny board, a tiny board, old board. Yeah, and it's and so and then all of a sudden, when you fall, it didn't seem like anything. It looked like you sat on I your was ankle. Literally seconds away from going to the grill. Like, let me get this grill yeah. crew. Oh my God, oh, Lord no. in heaven, help us! First broken bone ever in my entire oh, life. Oh wow. And yeah. then he yeah. was. Then he started. Then he screamed for a second. And then he's. I like, screamed. I, I was swearing. And then I he felt swore. bad for your kid. Was <laughs> yeah, he swore. Cab allowed that. But but your but, son almost passed out. Yo, and yeah. then and then amazing thing. I'm not gonna blow up his spot, but he doesn't care. And when a soy came down, oh yeah, soy came out of nowhere, like out of the sky. I swear to God. <laughs> and he did. A, he started doing a prayer. It yes, was it was a magical moment. Like not only not only did you break your ankle, like Cavalero's ramp. Right here comes a soy flying out of the sky, and he comes <laughs> down. He does a prayer. Right, it was beautiful. It was like a beautiful a moment, man. Minister, like I was hoping the prayer would make it. He didn't break his ankle, but that he tried. I mean, it helped definitely take away a lot of the shock. That yeah, was going yeah. it was a really head. cool was moment. Like that was literally a like, how are we going to get a helicopter lifting yeah. from this area in this neighborhood? Wow. <laughs> and then another another cute moment was <laughs> cab comes out. If you know who Caballero, how tall Caballero is, and how tall Derek is. <laughs> Caballero comes out with these little crutches for him, <laughs> and then he offers them to Derek. Which I used for like two weeks. And it looked and like were, toothpicks in Derek's hands. Little gnome. I rolled in the crutches. Care, and they're like, really? He's like, they're like <laughs> <laughs> they were but it was a thought that crutches. counts. I mean, Cab brought him out to you, but they're like, they barely made it up to your knee. What, one of the doctors there, he's like, what? God. He's like, what were you doing? Tell me. And I was like, skating. And they're like, you're like, you're 50. Yeah. I was like, the people there were older than I was. <laughs> and then they're like, well, I was like, it was, you know, Steve Caballero. He's like, wait, wait, wait a minute. Hold on. Oh, you name dropped him the in the doc- hospital? I name dropped him. Doctor was like, well, all right. I guess it was worth it then. You know, he I knew who I was. He knew, he knew who you were. Yeah, I was hilarious. like, yeah, he was around our age group. Why you name dropping Caballero? I was like, I was like, like, I was like now you understand? <laughs> he was like, yeah, but you're not Steve Caballero. So 
Did, like it's broke. Did you get a, Did you get a discount? It still cost you thousands of dollars. <laughs> thousands and thousands of uh, American healthcare system. But so, will you skate again? If we do this video, will you skate? I've had dreams about skating again. Were you they know, Were they nightmares or were they dreams? You. They were dreams. Okay. They were. You need redemption. You need redemption. Yeah. I definitely. We do. need to play the redemption song. Oh mm, yeah. yeah. And and I do have to say, like, bring this in. Like, I'm gonna ask you if this was a fact. Because I was just talking about this with a friend of mine about influence of music. and Anyway, the faction, when, first of all, as a fan of skating, mm. huge fan, watched all the videos. But the main reason why everyone, a lot of my friends in Cleveland started doing music as well on top of skating is because of you being in the faction. Mm. And that was like kind of like the turning point. Like, wait a minute, you can skate and play music? That's dope. I mean, I don't know. Toby, that's no, that's true. Yeah, for sure. that was the first time seeing something that was like, okay, skating, skating, hundred, yeah. you know, every day. Every, and I was like, wait a minute. Th- these guys are in a band. And then that drew me into like, man, I want to do a band as well. Like, I want to play music. Yeah, because. And skate. <laughs> to take it from there, just because we saw Cab skating those videos to punk rock. Right. Be, or like, I don't even know. I don't even, were you in the faction during the Bones Brigade videos? Yes. Yes. Yeah. And then, like, okay, he's a, he's our favorite skater. Then he's into punk. Yes, and it's like, like oh. yeah, I just that, yeah. that connection really 100%. ignited. I think a lot of people and the misfit shirt. That yeah, like, it all okay. those because you, you don't know combining factors like in the middle yeah. of like Cleveland, you know, and he's in another place in the world. And I'm in Maryland in or somewhere. Yeah, and they, and everyone is like, that's right. That was my connection, you know. Yeah. Like, and, well, check this out. So I'm the opposite. So. <clears throat> I found a JFA record at a local record shop and I looked on the wall of all these 45s and I see this f- seven inch where this guy is skating a ramp with his band guys on top. And I'm like, JFA, what That's is right. that? I turned around. It's like Jody Foster's army. What a <laughs> dumb name. <laughs> it's a, such a dope name. What now, a dumb really name is. for a punk band. Yeah. Jody Foster's army. Anyways, I bought it, I listened to it, I fell in love with it, sure. and so seeing that started me out thinking like, I should be in a band. Wow. You know, so they, I, I, I'm going to give credit to JFA That's for helping cool. me start the faction, you know. And, That's big. Yeah. That's huge. And start playing guitar. I play bass. I play bass for, I yeah. I played guitar yeah, first, bass. but I, I lacked patience. Yeah. You know, um. And so I picked up a bass because I felt like it was a lot easier to learn. It was just one, you know, a couple fingers, not a full bar chord and everything. What was your favorite song on there? Beach Blanket Bong? Oh, yeah. Beach Blanket Bong Out Bong Out Beach Blanket Bong Out Bong Out That was a crazy record, man. Crazy record. Even I was like, Jody Foster. I don't even have heard of Jody Foster. Coke is all I need. Coke is all I need. Health sucks. Health sucks. Health sucks. Health sucks. Health sucks. Wow. But the faction did. from the past. Yeah. And what's cool is here's some great moments. Like, so we played CBGBs, and JFA played with us. What year? Uh, eighty four and eighty five. Yeah, got to open up for them in Cleveland. Who JFA. did? Uh, Outface, my first. Band. You opened up for JFA? Yeah. Wow. I okay. think I saw the. Fly. What year? That was in eighty nine or ninety. Mm. Oh, that's way late, bro. Yeah. I was. <laughs> no, no, definitely. I was already like, damn, this band's still around. JFA. <laughs> That's like, sick, though. That's sick. And so this is like a, a cool, other cool thing is our very last shows we played with the faction 
uh, JFA opened up for us. Yes. Wow, man. So Tide's turn. The tide is turned. <laughs> Coke sensing is his only help. We, we <laughs> no, but anyway, so they, they, they helped influence me. And then, you know, then I discovered uh, Minor Threat, and it was all over. Minor yeah. Threat was. Woo! That, that brought the heat of uh, me and punk rock and, and my influence and, and Ian's lyrics and, and th- those guys' guitar playing. I mean, that's w- if you see Brian an old, sound. oh yeah, Brian Baker. And Hell, man. If if you see any of uh, old photos of me playing a Les Paul, um, it was because of those guys and also because of Mike Ness from Social D. Yes, two greats, man, yeah. right there. Wow. So let's all get Cokes. That was inspired, almost like Cokes and Snickers in a yeah. way. Mm. Yeah, I was a Dr Pepper drinker. What about jo- <laughs> yeah? But there was Joe Kohler back then too. You yeah, guys were pushing joke, that. Were yeah. everybody pushing that joke? That joke was too much, though. Even as a Remember kid, that? I knew it was wrong. No, uh, <laughs> I was like, this is wrong. That's what we, we you know, we drank Coca-Cola. Wrong. That yeah. was our deal. And then we were just like, whatever, with suicidal tendencies and Pepsi. Because like, it was always Ooh. like, it was always like, you know, the Pepsi or Coke, Pepsi or Coke. That's and right. suicidal had the Pepsi thing going. So we're like, we're going to write a song about drinking Cokes. Wow. Yeah, and yeah. I know Brian Baker has a Coca-Cola tattoo. That's, yeah. that's interesting that's true, back then. Yeah. And I caught uh, Mike Mike Muir drinking a Diet Coke no. at a <gasps> show. I didn't tell What's anyone. But a photo? I should have grabbed the photo, but I'm like, dude, what are you drinking? He's like, Diet Coke. I'm like, dude. <laughs> you're the Pepsi. You're the Pepsi that guy. That would be the sickest meme <laughs> ever. Pepsi guy. Yeah. Wow. And so, Tim. That would have been blackmail right there. Busted. So, Tim, what is the age difference between you two? Ten years. Oh. Wow, that's not much. That's a generation. And so, but yeah, but so what, what were you? It and is, then I our mean, drummer's ten years younger than. Bro, it's my childhood yeah. hero. So our drummer's. He is right. Yeah, <laughs> our drummer's twenty years younger than me. Yes. Wow. Yes. So yeah. is, is that surreal to be in a band with Cab? Super surreal. I mean, Still not, not a day goes by that it's I that it doesn't trip me out that yeah. I don't look to my right and you know Steve Cabello. And so you grew up skateboarding as well. Yes, I did. Street I skating. Mean, or? When I was a kid, it was like. I had a couple of idols, you know, the Bones Brigade and Prince. Those are those are like my Me heroes. Too, man. Prince right here. Those are great. That's great. So like yeah. everything that these guys did was huge, you know, yeah. very culturally significant. Yeah. When we were right. kids. Yeah. You know, it was Thrasher magazine and, yeah. and Bones t- videos. Yeah. Yeah. And, where, was, and where were you growing up at? That was our lifeline. Up? Yeah. Which city? What city? Um, I grew up in the Bay Area and in Orange County, back and forth. Yeah, my my parents got divorced, so they were like shuttling us back and forth. But yeah, so Alameda and uh, and Newport. And then what was like the first shows you went to growing up? Like how old were you? Um, the first shows that I was going to like at that age were all at skate jams, like neighborhood kids starting punk bands, backyards and stuff. Yeah. Um. But yeah, uh, the first like punk show I went to, I was like probably twenty. I think it was the Offspring. Oh wow! Uh, okay, shout out uh, to Offspring, my brothers in the Offspring, yeah, ladies and gentlemen, right now. Yeah. <laughs> Todd Morris. What was yes. your first show? Um, I'll, wait, 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 I'll get to that in a second. Oh, okay, okay. Well, Grace, you just said Offspring. That, oh, okay. that was your first show. Was that, that like, was, was that, that was, a, I think that was my first like you know was organized that a big show at a venue. It was a big show. It must have been a yeah, big show. Yeah, yeah, big like show. Smash all that stuff. Yeah, yeah. It was with Sublime. I remember. Oh wow! At Berkeley, okay. Berkeley Square. We big. Oh, Ber- I used to play there back in the day. Berkeley oh, yeah? Square was the best. It was great venue, man. It was. Wow, that's Sublime. sick. That was a great venue, man. Yep. That was a, that was an epic. It wasn't like your CB. It was a bigger venue, but it was like big yeah. part of that history. Yeah. Man. 
Almost like a Gilman Street to whatever. Exactly, yeah. Wow, that's sick. But with like professional sound. Did you, yeah. <laughs> Did you love The Offspring? To be honest, I was pretty drunk and I don't okay. really remember that much about it. <laughs> so okay. uh, I remember like, shows. I think I was hanging out with Bradley from, from Sublime in the wow. in the parking lot. And I remember that was like a big deal. And yeah, then we just all sick. got wasted. And Amazing. Yeah, it was fun. That's awesome. From what I'm told. <laughs> and then after that, it's probably like a bunch of punk shows and all yeah, that. So it was, just, it was over sure. after that. Yeah. I mean, that, that kind of set it off. Um, I just remember like 94 was one of those years. That, that was the like, year punk broke too. That yeah, was that year. And it broke. All the bands, Green Day, everything, Offspring, all that was like. Yeah. Was I remember broken. hearing um, Punk and Drublick for the first time and that was like. Game, game changer. Game changer. Yeah. Yeah. No, um, no effects, a big part of. I realized that now after having Mike on, just everything they contributed to mm-hmm. punk and everything. Like I was never a fan growing up, but I yeah. knew them from the Warp Tour and I knew their music. and Yeah. But they're they're like no joke in this no, in, they, in our world. They did it right. Yeah, you know they actually started when the faction broke up in '85. Okay. From from '85 until I got on tour, on the Warp tour, let's say '96, '97, they had been touring this whole time, making records. Yeah, nonstop. And when no I effects, saw, and they were not on the radio. No. And when I went on the Warp tour and I saw the crowds that they drew, dude, I was like. Uh, who, how do people know who this band is? Massive. Yeah. That and Pennywise. Massive. Huge. I'm like, oh my goodness, it's all those years of traveling, touring from 1985. Yeah, building mm-hmm. up a fan base. A real fan a base. A real fan base. Mm-hmm. And they all I and, and they all knew the songs. Like as soon as like El Jefe or or Eric played one note, the crowd would start screaming. I'm like, so these dudes know this band and sing along. I was like these guys did it right. These guys it's true. are going to have fans like true hardcore fans for the rest Ever. of their life because they're not one hit wonders. They're not. You know? No radio, no major label, stayed independent their whole career. Yeah. Did, yeah, it's really, really impressive. I learned a lot like talking to him. Like I didn't know all the history of that. And then Fat Records, they put so many bands on. There were bands leaving to majors and they were like, oh, it didn't work. And he's like, come on back. They would come back to Fat Records. Mm. And that just shows you what kind of people that, you know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Like, it's pretty amazing. No, it's they great. changed the game with like production quality. Though. Yes, like you hear, you know, even No Effects records, like the early ones, eh. And then you hear like Punk and Drublick, and it's like everything yeah. after that is amazing. That was a big one. Production, for yeah. Just stepped it up, right in that yeah. category. Yeah. Um, answer your question. My first show was uh, at the Living Room in Providence, probably like '83. Vicious Circle, Verbal Saw, Impact Unit, Proletariat, Idol Rich. Those five bands. That was the one, one of five shows that Dickie Barrett's band Impact Unit ever played, and I was there and I saw it. He Incredible. sang in a hardcore band. That was the first show. I have the flyer. Wow. That was it. And Cab, what was your first? Uh, my first show that I ever went to. Yeah. Um, I was. I think it was right in 1981, and I was trying to go to a Black Flag show. Okay. Um, at Briner Hall in Campbell, and it was a bunch of local bands and Black Flag, and Black Flag never showed up. Wow. And I even wore my black flag T-shirt. <laughs> oh man! I wore As my black would. flag T-shirt yes. for my very first punk wow. gig. It wasn't a show; it was called a gig. Gig, and they didn't show up, and I was bummed. And you never wore a band T-shirt to see that band ever again. <laughs> no, <laughs> like no. but the then what was cool was I was hearing a spoken word like interview thing with Henry Rollins, Ooh. and all of a sudden he's talking about touring and he's talking about breaking down on the grapevine. And not making it to a show in San Jose. Uh, and there you go. Uh, and that was the show. Wow. 
That's cool, right? That's amazing. Uh, like, Whoa, okay, I guess they really did break down. Like, they wow. didn't show up. If you, you know? had to choose minor threat or black flag, what would it be? Minor threat. Bro. Yes. Come on. Yes. Come on. Such an yeah, easy right. answer for him. Oh my goodness. It's someone's heart. What about me? you? It's hard for people. Oh, minor threat. Yeah, minor wow. threat. Wow. No that's doubt. for that's I for mean, you, Chappelle. Flex your no head. Doubt. I mean, yeah. Yes. The uh, the compilation. Mm. That yes. compilation changed my life. Yeah. When I heard those two songs. Um, yeah. From Minor Threat, I'm like, who 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 is this band? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> and they're from the Midwest. Dude. Like, whoa. Because like a lot of a lot of the bands that we were listening to back then. Um, from DC, yeah. Yeah, these bands were like all North. Uh, California bands. We're talking L.A., San Francisco. Yeah, a lot. A lot of the guys up here, up there, would just listen to that that scene. But I kind of ventured out and started moving east, and I'm like, hey, there's a scene here in the Midwest. Oh yeah. You know? Yes. <laughs> and then you know, even further, I mean, I mean, obviously, start like New York. You know, yes. a lot of punk bands out there, but there, who, no, no one was really covering in the middle. And so mm. when Flex Your Head compilation came out i'm like oh there's a lot more bands out there everywhere nicky reagan you like them yeah Peg boy wow yeah so you know decroitson was another one it's true that, uh, you know ssd control mm-hmm. um dys it was a bunch of bands yeah. dude right yeah so you saw minor threat i saw minor threat play in san francisco around 1983 wow man. it was yeah one of the one of the one of the most memorable shows. Um, and what was cool about Minor Threat as well was um, they had made such a big hit in such a short time yeah. that when Ian's mic kind of went out halfway through the set, he didn't even try to bother to get another mic. This is all I remember, is he was just mouthing the words that the audience were singing his songs. They knew all the songs. So he was just kind of like mouthing them and he didn't even get another mic wow, to sing. Man. The whole so the powerful. whole the whole show was singing all the songs. Yeah. That's my faintest memory Th- that, of Minor Threat. And that's about them. They were here they, they weren't here the longest but the biggest impact. Oh, yeah. Like totally. Flag had great records but they had a lot long, you know what I mean? True. Like mm-hmm. Yeah, but look how many singers did Black Flag go through? I know. There's I love so Keith Morris, man. Yeah, Keith Morris. Pre- members, yeah. Jealous again like I love I that. Like, I love yeah, their whole history. I love I, yeah, I love it all, I guess. Yeah. Were you uh so you're a Brian Baker fan? Well yeah, I mean because of Minor Threat. Okay. But that yeah. guitar sound is I, I was like yeah. so But Brian played Brian the bass. Baker. Right. I think he played the bass first, right? And then he switched to guitar. That's your style. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Sure. Yeah. Maybe. Yeah. Brian was the Brian, Brian was the uh the bass player That's and then influence. they got another yeah. they got another bass player and then he switched to guitar. So they right. when they picked up two guitars as well, that that changed the 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 sound. You know, and I'm a huge fan of the adolescents, you know, growing you up. So they were the one <laughs> they were the ones that influenced me to pick up a, a guitar and and add two guitars to the faction, you know. Yeah, I'm opposed when it comes to adolescents. I got to step my my stuff up. Whoa. I know like some of their songs. Okay. No, All no, right. uh That's Ephraim fine. from Death by Stereo called me out on the podcast cuz I remember. I know who adolescents are. I've seen them perform. I know the songs if I hear them, but I don't own any of their records, but I know that they're a big part of California. Totally. And they're really important, you know what I mean? Mm, like yeah. I really should do my research on them, you know. You know, they and beautiful, then they, later on, you know, he went to f- form D, uh, Di. Love Di, well. another yeah. underrated band. I love D, those yeah. records, man. They're mm. great, man. And the Descendants was a huge <sighs> influence as well. Absolutely, you know? incredible, Absolutely. man. Absolutely. What about Seven Seconds? Seven Seconds as well. Oh, Though, yeah. that, 
the Bro, f- he was mask, like the first yeah. sing-alongs, you know, yes. the first sing-alongs, the first like, you know, seven seconds and and the Misfits were were great to you know, to listen for to melodies, yeah, yeah, melodies and singing along. Even the seven seconds later records are my favorites. Like, I know you, New love Wind, Soul Force Revolution, Praise. Even they got more melodic. I like mm-hmm. mm-hmm. I like their fast stuff. But when people when other bands try to do different things, I appreciate that. You know yeah, what I mean? Yeah, sure. too. You a seven seconds fan? Uh, yeah, the early stuff. That, yeah, that's kind of what I remember being like a kid and hearing punk rock for the first time like, yeah like fast hardcore punk rock mm-hmm. i remember it was the crew yeah the crew Oof. what about east coast stuff are you any east coast stuff for you growing up um no not really is it well uh i mean jawbreakers jawbreakers east coast right yeah uh are they yeah, midwest oh midwest no 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 they're In cali yeah oh my really? bad my bad my bad okay okay yeah. i'm thinking of and I, i'm not a jawbreaker fan Okay. At all, uh, but I'm a Jets to Brazil fan. Mm. So okay. right. I know that he came from Jawbreaker, but uh, what the Jets to Brazil first album is is pretty amazing. Okay. The lyrics talk about smart. Talk about creative. Yeah. Try to understand what he's singing okay. about. <laughs> <laughs> you, I never checked him out. You I check him out. Oh yeah. Jets, okay. Jets to Brazil. Je- Just okay. Listen to yeah. the lyrics. You're yeah, gonna, you're gonna be mind blown. You're gonna yeah. be like, Texas what? is a reason era too. Yeah, right. What? Uh, that's uh, the bass player from Jawbreaker. Okay, I think. Texas is the reason. Yeah, I didn't know that, I didn't know that either. Um, yeah, lyrically, it's it's pretty similar. Jester Brazil and Jawbreaker. Yeah, your whole thing is lyrics, right? Like the message and the lyrics, and you're really that's so that's really important to you. Yeah, I think so. But with, with urethane, like Steve and I have kind of gone back and forth about structure and composition of music and and. W- you know, hook is, is important. Yeah. So like, I'm really trying to, um, to come up with like riffs that pop right now. Yeah. You guys write melodies together or, um, actually this record, we kind of just sped through, which was a lot of like ideas that I had that we all kind of learned. Um, but yeah, we're gonna, we're gonna get back at it and start writing stuff together. Did you learn a lot working with Cameron, uh, Webb? Like, Taught, did. taught you things about yourself or just playing or song structure, all that, right? No, for sure, yeah. Educational. I mean, yeah. he's <laughs> he's like, he becomes one of like your close friends really quick. Of course. And he'll tell you, he'll he'll tell you what's what. So yeah. like, he'll be like, this sucks, redo it. You know, <laughs> like in so many words, you know yeah, what I mean? Not you like. You need that person. You need that for sure. Yeah. Definitely a person from the outside. Outside perspective, yeah. So. Yeah. Um, he's very passionate. Yeah. He's mm-hmm. a very passionate producer and he believes in his work and he brought the best out of all of us, I think. Yeah, it you sounds know? great, man. Um, like, But as far as writing music, and I mean, so basically Tim had the foundation of all these songs, but I, I kind of felt like I was battling Tim a little bit because I wasn't used to being in a band where uh, the music was written with a pre-chorus. I'm used mm. to like... Uh, chorus, verse, chorus, verse, bridge, chorus out. Okay. And then so Tim would have these pre-choruses and I'd just be like... Which Trio have. Trio has that, yeah. Yeah, and I was like, well, which is the chorus? The pre-chorus or the chorus? Like, where's yeah. the hook? And then and almost every song started having like a pre-chorus. So I was like, it was hard for me to learn these songs. I, I was used to the more the punk, like just straightforward. So I think we've kind of like compromised and 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 kind of figured out you know yeah. the formula um but yeah i mean it was difficult for me because i didn't understand it i didn't yeah. understand that type of songwriting was it I, frustrating 
I enjoy it. No, I yeah. went, I meant, like I said, it, it's. I didn't want to step on Tim's toes because he wrote the songs. I didn't yeah. want to butcher them apart. I felt like I kept butchering the songs apart. Mm. You know what I mean, did you feel like, like that too? <laughs> no, no. I mean, it's like a default setting to write. Like a verse and a pre-chorus and a chorus, yeah, and like a bridge and make these songs like kind of complicated. But I can so, so I can see what he's saying when you listen to it back. It's like, what what is what? <laughs> yeah, <laughs> especially so, if you're not used to having that. Yeah, yeah. And, My brother uh, wrote a lot of pre-choruses in in H two O, like the original song. Yeah, we had that yeah. too. Yeah, and sometimes they're good. Sometimes they're co- confusing and yeah. So yeah, yours um, is straightforward. Yeah, it's punk stuff, right? Yeah. So when. You know, so when Cameron came to one of our practices right before we went to studio, pre-production, he's like, yeah, he's like, "You guys need work." <laughs> he's like straightforward. He's like, "You guys aren't ready to be in the studio." Yeah, and I'm like, "Yeah, okay, well, we'll we will we will be ready, but you know, we're still putting these songs together, and I and I feel like, I feel like I'm just still getting to know these guys. Yeah, and I feel like I I need I'm trying to learn how to talk to these guys. And I feel like I don't want any animosity of like, yeah, you know, the the boss dude like making all the rules. I'm like, he's like, well, I want to hear. When I heard Cameron said, I want to hear your influence in the band. I really want to hear it. I go, can you tell those dudes that? <laughs> <laughs> because it'll it'll come off better if you tell them because 100%. they respect you. A hundred percent. They're gonna listen to you. They yeah. might not listen to me. Yeah. You know. And so if you could just say hint that say hey. You know, let Cab like lead a little bit. Like, it, I would feel more comfortable trying to say, "Hey, not know, stepping on his toes." I don't like that. Yeah, because you know, it, it really comes down to like, I don't like that, or I love that. Yeah, when you write music. Yeah. So even like even uh, with with Dylan, our drummer, I mean, you know, I I find it it's difficult when he's trying to learn a song and he's playing a certain beat. And I'm like, can you play it like this? And he's like, oh, well, I was just, you know, checking this out, you know, (laughs) or it's not finished yet. Trying a different way. And like, I'm just trying different stuff. And I'm like, I know, but I don't like it. I don't like that. (laughs) (laughs) So don't even bother trying it because I'm not going to use it. I don't like that. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. I try to say it in a nice way. Like, it would sound better if you, you know. But yeah. And so, you know, that's the part of being in a band that's really difficult because of the relationships and it, it's we're working towards a common goal and try to make the best song the best album we can and you have all these influences and all these opinions that you got to find a common ground to be like okay you know am i going to just like sit back and be like be told what to do or am i going to step up and and have a voice yeah you know i mean yeah, that's the great right. thing about being in the band the different personalities too yeah. and it's but, like it's but, like any relationship it's yeah. like accommodation and compromise and like you know but like you but you choose your battles you had these songs written you answer the ad he he put on instagram like looking for a singer you're a singer you're a songwriter he is as well but he's also somebody that you look up to and is a hero and a legend to you so you have to strip that away and just be friends and humans and not worry about feel like you're disrespecting Steve Caballero, but he's your bandmate. Right. And you wrote these songs. You know what I'm saying? Sure. So that, that's a hard hard sure. dynamic to like. Yeah. I think it's something You know what I mean? And then you have to be like, to I'm fucking Steve Caballero and, I, and I've been <laughs> writing songs since the 80s in bands and they're pro skateboarder, but I'm also. I know one of, a thing or two. But I'm saying like, but but not disrespecting him who's an amazing songwriter as well and right. brought these amazing songs to the table. You know, you have to drop. It's probably really super humbling in a way. Not saying you guys are humble, but like just like 
strip everything down and fucking, yeah. I don't know. I, mean, I know what you're saying. Steve's super easy to work with. So yeah. at the end of the day, like we figure it out. But he also has his opinions. He's strong about yeah. it as well. And he speaks and, and his I, mind. And it's like, I respect, you know, people that are just like straight up, especially when you're in a, in a project like that. It's like, yeah. just get it out. Say, say what you want. Like, so that we're not down the road and you're like, oh, I hate this. You yes. Know? So were the songs you brought to the table, they changed a lot once you got into the studio. Yeah. They restructured the and everything. Yeah. They for the better. So much better. And that cam- camera did that, right, Cameron? No, well, yes, but this band yeah. made everything so much better. Yeah, um, you're stoked. Uh, everybody on the is like quality musician and yeah. quality human. So like, uh, I'm s- I couldn't be happier with like the group of guys that I make music with. And you stepped your game up, all you guys, for the record. You know what I mean? Like you made this amazing record. Now it's now it's coming out. Yeah, it's I mean it's exciting, right? W- well, what's exciting about it is like hearing that from you. You know, and hearing it from um, Jim from Pennywise and hearing it from Matt Skiba. Yeah. Know. Oh, you sent it to Skiba? Yeah. Sick. Well, I, I sent it to all my connections. All right. <laughs> <laughs> We're talking Mike Hura from MXP. Oh, nice. You know, uh, everybody that I know. Of course. That's in a bit. Jason, you know, from Strong Out. I sent it to everybody and I just want to get their opinion. Yeah. You know, and I just heard really good, good things. So when I'm hearing this positive feedback, I feel like, okay, I think we did something we did something good you know, yeah we, we did something that's likable and and i'm i'm all ready for the the people that don't like it as well yeah. that's fine you know and that i'm okay with that but yeah. when you when you have bands that you respect and and they're the lead people in that band and they're like oh, i really like this mm-hmm. like when jim because jim from pennywise sings on one of our songs as well okay cool so i i just out of the blue i'm like dude would you like to sing on one of our songs like that'd be kind of cool and he said yes and the fact that he's he, awesome. he's listened to the whole record and and liked it and to hear him say that it's just uh it's a good feeling. Yeah, it's you huge. Know? Yeah, you, I I like I like the vibe between you guys too that you're like you that, that you're who you are, you're who you are and it just works. You know what I mean? It's like different generations of people yeah, in this music and for sure. Well, this too. So like so when I get that response from a text message, I'm so like when I get that, I'm so happy to share with them yeah. because they're going to get even more excited. Yeah, that these guys that they look up to. I love those texts that he sent. Yeah. <laughs> He's like, "Here's a so and so from whatever." And I'm like, "What?" Yeah, it must be crazy for you because you grew up loving these. Yeah, bands, you know what I mean. Like, and now they're like saying your record's awesome. Yeah, it's. I mean, it must be like super surreal. Super surreal, right? Yeah. And then you're playing main stage with Circle Jerks next week, dude. You know what I mean? Punk like rock, punk rock, punk rock bowling. It's like Las Vegas, baby. Yeah, I'm excited to see you guys there and see you guys play out. Yeah, it's gonna be cool. Derek will be there too, right? Yes, my first punk rock bowling. Oh, really? is it? Wow. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, might yeah. as well. Always on tour He's always on tour. Yeah, yeah. Are we gonna get you to come up and sing that song? Maybe I need to get the lyrics again. <laughs> oh. All that I gotta figure that out. Make sure, sure I get there on time. Yeah, once I yeah, you gotta send me that song. Yeah. I'm, gonna, I'm gonna put the song on here too, though, for yeah, sure. Cool. Yeah. Um, now I'm excited for you guys. I, mean, I was honored to be a part of that. I know I didn't know what to expect when I got there. I think I heard the song and then going there with a real producer. I knew even who he was, like a real producer. I was like, damn, that's this what is... makes it so magical. You yeah, know? it's really all magical the and the, the hard moment, work. Not overthinking it, just yeah. doing it. Yeah, yeah. That's what's so cool about it. Yeah, it's like you don't even expect it. It's like wow. You yeah, know, it's really cool to look back on those. And then the hard work you guys all put into making it, and it's finally coming out. It's exciting making a record. Yeah, I, I had you, fun. You I mean, was so it was hard, important. but. Oh, sorry. <laughs> no, are we going to say? No, I think what you were touching on about being in a band, a lot of people have that question, like, how do you keep a band together? Yeah. How is it? You hit the core of like that, you know, where it's like, okay, I have my opinion. I have my idea. 
you know, I'm going to respect this opinion, but it's also being able to give that opinion where you backing it as far as like, Hey, I don't like this because of this. Yeah. You know, and that's what I really learned from different producers that we've had. Like, give me a producer that can tell me why you don't like, not this just part. like it sucks. Right. 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 Because yeah. there's people who come in with opinions and things like that. And I learned so much from having really great producers, but the ones that stick out the most, are the ones are like, you know what? This is a great part, but it'd be better because of this. Yeah. yeah. And yeah. then it's like, oh, you're explaining Explain this. it. And that with bandmates and members, it's like, I love what you're doing, but yeah. you know, it's really finding that balance. Mm-hmm. And it's so great that you talked about that because a lot of people ask me, like, how do you keep a band together so long? And it's like that communication mm-hmm. is That's so, so important, man. So it is. important. And being able to have that respect for yeah. the other member and not. You know, bringing it down to a negative because you're all equal. It's equal, thing. right? And having like thick skin yes. helps. Yes. Very thick skin. Yes, is super important. But being able to take it, not, yeah, take, not it take it personal. Right. Yeah, yeah. Right, right. Well, I just we, wanted to touch on that because a lot of no. times people are young. People are like, "How do you keep a band together?" It's like that communication, that honesty. Yeah, you know, is yeah, super being important. Being very honest. I mean, you know, we even had to put Cameron in his place a few times. You know, because right. he's got great ideas, but. Not all his ideas are great. Yeah, that's, that's true. You know, so you you have to let him know as well. Like, yeah, that's not going to work. Cameron. Absolutely. <laughs> yeah, no, no. But the, you guys are already on a, like such a great path. Like, I'm curious to hear the next release because yeah. I don't know if you're going to have the same producer. If you're mm-hmm. going to move on, we'll see. But it's that's exciting. It's super exciting. It is yeah. sophomore album. Yes, yeah. the sophomore album. It's a lot of pressure. I, I like when a producer tells you to do something. I'm going to talk about your record when I was, but just in the past, like something you're not really sure. I don't know if I trust this. Guy. And then you do it and you're like, oh, wow, he's right. It actually yeah. worked. Yeah, yeah, that stuff's yeah. awesome. It's like great. you're kind of against it, but then like, okay, yeah, I get it. Get you out of that from. comfort zone, you know? It's really in the studios that time to really try ideas, yeah. to really just go off, you know? And I, yeah. that took some time for me to learn, being with the band of people who I, I wasn't friends with. Yeah. That's right. He tried out for Separatora. You know, mm. and it was like that feeling of like, mm, should I try this? Yeah, or? yeah, yeah. It takes time. You know? Yeah, it's for like, sure. You had that. to learn how many songs when you tried out for them? A lot. but Like 20 songs? At least. Wow. More, you know? And you, fly, you flew to Brazil to try out for them? Yeah, and oh, I wow. didn't know them. That was wow. another, I've always jammed my whole past with people that I knew, friends. Yeah. yeah. You know? So it's like really listening to people and just getting that communication. That's why it, it you know struck a nerve with me when you guys started talking about like, oh, communicating and you know, trying to get your ideas like that sucks. Yeah. But we joke around all the time. Like yeah. now where it's like, oh, let me try this riff. Play and I'll be like, ooh, that sucked. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Well, that, you know, just blatant like out in the open. Like, yeah, that, that kind of You can do that yeah. 20 years in though. Yeah, totally. Well, that's how this whole band started. I mean, we didn't know each other at all. Right. Yeah. That's right. So at interesting. all. Interesting. Yeah. Yep. And you're getting to know each other still probably yeah. making yeah. the record together. This whole year. Because it happened so fast. You went from that to the studio. One year. Yeah, it's totally. crazy, man. We met one year ago. Pretty much, yeah. Wow. And and then and then Derek, how soon did you get the gig from Separator after you tried out? Uh, I didn't hear back for like a month and a Were half. Were you freaking out? Did, were you worried? Did you care if you had the gig <laughs> I, or not? I, I didn't. I mean, I, I went in like whatever happens, happens. The first going in there without knowing any of them, never being to Brazil. But once I was in Brazil, yeah. met them, I was like, okay, I really want this. <laughs> you know? I was like, but I you're mean, feeling big shoes. Yeah. You're feeling I 20 mean, years of a band with even, a different singer. Like, yeah, right. That didn't matter to me because I didn't know that past. Yeah. You know, what was relevant to me was like the present. I was like, am I going to get this? Yeah. Is this going to happen? I met them. They're cool. <laughs> it's cool there. 
I want to be a part of this. They're professional. And all these things start coming. Because then I met them. You know, there was no internet or anything. Yeah. It was just like word of mouth. I was talking to people like, oh, yeah, they're cool guys. I was looking at the album like, okay, I like this. You know, yeah. like these guys, I didn't know anything about Yeah. Them. How many but, people tried out? I don't know. A lot of people send demo tapes, but there are some famous people that tried out as well. You don't have to say their names. It's okay. I don't, I'm not going. But everybody, <laughs> but some people didn't fly, right? Some people just sent a video. No, no. Some people just sent their tapes. Wow. Their cassette okay. tapes, you know. Well, then they knew how dedicated you were. Yeah. I mean. That's important. It, yeah. It really, I was. And to see you in the presence, you had long yeah. dreads then. You look like the Predator. Like when you came out, you looked scary like monster. But I mean, these guys were like a whole different <laughs> cult. It was like a whole different culture. Yeah. Different language, different area. Everything was different, but I love music, and that was something that we all yeah. connected with. But yeah, it's, it's I knew that we had to grow. I was like, this first album is not going to be, you know, whoa, the most insane. But I knew with time that. How'd the first album do with you singing on it? Was it a big deal? It was a big deal, yeah, because it was a big switch yeah. uh, with everything that was and happening. And nobody accepted you over but there. But a lot of the songs were written already. Oh, yeah. Mm-hmm. So it was a weird situation of being in. It was like I wasn't there from the very beginning process. Right. So the second album was like, yo, I got some riffs, guys. Yeah. You know? And they'd yeah. be like, mm. <laughs> 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 they like, mm. You wrote yeah, no lyrics to I was working on lyrics and I was like, I got another riff. I got my four track going. Yeah. Check out They're this like, now nah, you're a hired gun. They're like, mm, look. Like, just focus on those lyrics. You yeah, know? yeah. Like, focus on oh, the really? whole, You get too excited, kid. You still yeah. hire gun. I was super stoked, but then I got to write a few different parts. But then it made a lot of sense to me. My guitarist was like, hey, look, you want to play guitar, you got to be 100% dedicated. So you mm-hmm. got to go at it the way that you go about doing vocals. Mm-hmm. And you have to be true to yourself. Am I going to be practicing all mm-hmm. the time? Am I going to be sitting there? And if you're not, then what's the purpose of doing it? Yeah. And I made a lot of sense. I was like, yeah, you're right. I should just focus on this. And he's like, in the writing process, you know, it's much more than just writing certain pieces, you know. It's really you have to have, like, I don't know, a whole collective in your head. Or Was that your first time with a real producer? Yeah. That just was like the Cab. First, yeah. The yeah first, oh, actually, the first time was with Don Fury. Okay, okay. And, like, that, just having that person, like, you're off key. You're just like, what do you mean I'm off key? I've been singing it this way the whole time. You've been singing it wrong the whole time. <laughs> but it's like, I love learning. So I was just yeah. super open-minded, like, okay, I'm going to listen to you because you've done this. You know? Yeah. Yeah. And yeah. You so got to have that trust. Absolutely. That's the thing. You have to listen to stranger Ab- tell you like, right. yeah. But I was open to that, especially if they knew what they were mm-hmm. talking about. Yeah. And they had that. It's crazy that Cab never was produced by a big producer until this late in your life. It's crazy. I've just never been on a... On a, in a band that, at that level, but um, right. yeah, I trust Cameron now, and I, I trust Cameron's him to great. do our next record. Nice, if, okay. If we, get okay. Off, if we get offered it, you know, because yeah, he knows us. He knows how we work. Yep, he's very easy to to work with. He's a genuine guy, mm-hmm. and um, yeah, he's he's a good asset to the band. How was how was playing your first show? Are you nervous? Like just playing these songs that you just kind of wrote and and then recorded and all of a sudden you're on stage playing was it did you remember everything and oh you wrote them but good question. was it nerve-wracking yeah, i mean i think i'm always nervous but that's a good thing when um, was the last time you played a live show with your other band um that? it was before the pandemic oh wow okay or yeah. actually no i think we played we we did some sneak sneaker shows okay. during the pandemic but um i just played guitar in that band i didn't okay. sing so yeah, yeah now it was, two things yeah it was yeah we played uh in big bear and it was the first time you know being we, a front man yeah and, uh, so yeah, yeah. I was, were you nervous 
Yeah, for sure. Because you have to talk between the songs and maybe introduce yeah, the next and, song. Yeah, and we're kind of developing our own like stage right. presence yeah. and our banter. And yeah, stuff that's like that. important. And, and you know, um, so but yeah, it's it's super fun. Do you talk in the mic too, Cab? Oh yeah. Okay. Yeah. I mean, you used to be an up Whenever there. Whenever there's so. a mic in front of my face, <laughs> people want to hear from Cab too. Were you nervous playing that show or no? Not really. Okay. No, I'm more excited. I, I I was more kind of stressing out about the sound because there was no yeah. sound check <clears throat> so what we were hearing on stage was terrible mm-hmm. i could barely hear um the monitors the drummer the d- monitor we didn't have a sound check so the worst when you're put that. in yeah. that situation and you can't hear the drummer drumming yeah um the, the timing gets a little bit off 100 you know? percent. and then yeah so you know it, it was a little stress stressful because i was trying to like match where Tim was and then match where Dylan was and try to like fit right in between all that. Yeah. You know, so that's the um, frustrating part and having a sound man oh yeah, and stuff mm-hmm. like definitely. we've had that a couple of times when we can afford it during our career. You know, you just kind of wing it with the sound sometimes and that's, well, man. you for, know. you know, you forget over the years and, and then, you know, it's just trial and error and then you yeah. know what to look for the next time. So it's always a learning experience. You're always put in a different situation and you just got to be prepared. Yeah. So you have two videos out now. The second one is animation. Yeah, so that one is a, a video of a song called Wyoming that Tim yep. wrote. And I happen to be friends with this guy in Spain uh-huh. who can't even barely talk English. Okay. So he translates our messages. Yeah. And he did this little promo video for the Cab Salad for Pizza Nista. I might he have just, seen, yeah, I mean, I've seen that. Seen that. Yeah, and it was actually just a gift. Okay. You know, he said, hey, I, I made this for you. I'm a huge fan from the 80s. I work in digital animation, um, 3D animation, and um, I did this off your drawing, and I was like, wow. blown away. Wow, I'm like, this is incredible! You made <laughs> this from my the drawing I did. That's incredible. So then after he, we produced that and he put that out, and we we kind of advertised the cab salad selling at Pizza Nista. Um, he kept bugging me. He's like, what else can I do for you, Cab? I'm wow. Like, I'm your huge fan. You know, <laughs> I, I, I love you, bro. Like, what else can I do? And That's I'm like, so cool. I don't know. I, I'll think of something. And then all of a sudden <laughs> we're like, we got to make another video, a music video. And then so I, I texted um, Victor from Spain. I said, hey, you down to do another project for me? So yes, yes, please. What is it? So cool. And I'm like, it's a music video, but it's three and a half minutes long. He's like, oh, (laughs) 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 that's going to take a long time. (laughs) Um, But he has some interns that he, like little Grom interns that helped him. And he does this, he did this on the side. Like this is what he does for a living. So he actually works for huge companies. Okay. That all those computer animation stuff that you see, he he does stuff like that. Okay. So um so cool. Uh we just started out with a little um toy that I had that was off a drawing that someone drew, drew of me and I said, "Hey, can you animate this guy?" Uh-huh. He's like, "Yeah." And then just send me some pictures of all the other guys, wow. send me their tattoos, send me what they want to wear. So I just, you know, we took pictures and and um of Tim's tattoos and wow. And just what they wanted to wear, and he just did it. He animated everybody. So cool, man. It was very cool. So nice, man. And it took a long time, and it was a lot of back and forth. Like, how, what I'm do you sure. think about this? What do you think about this? I'm like, can you change this? Can you change that? You know, and then there was a couple of times that uh, Dylan had spoke up because of a shirt that he was wearing that he didn't want to wear that shirt. Got you. In the, in the thing. I'm like, dude, the, the thing's done. <laughs> oh. He's got to change your shirt. 
Like, he's got to redo all that. Oh, so, That's so hard, yeah. So I felt bad for Victor, but, you know, it was just one of those situations where Dylan wasn't happy with um the shirt that he was wearing. It happens, wearing. yeah. Yeah. Shout out to Victor, man. That's so cool. Like, you meet fans who do, like, the guy did the gif. See. Did the gift for yeah, us? Yeah, from a German guy who did it. You know. Yeah, you don't meet these people. We don't. Never met him. Maybe you met him, but I never met. Okay, him. so people hit you up through the internet, and then they do these cool things for you. Like it's incredible. It's so man. awesome, yeah, man. Like it just really is. that's the positive power of social media for sure. No doubt. Yeah, yeah, and totally. so I'm, he, you know, so I'm scratching his back by just promoting him and his business. Yeah, and everything. of course. And I'm already curious. I'm like, oh my god, who is this guy? <laughs> <laughs> He's amazing. <laughs> See the next Separator video yeah, come out. Oh, yeah. you never know. And I've gotten like some happens. personal guitars built for me because people want to see me playing their their stuff so i got like i had one guitar made for me from florida from the grit brothers and so his dream was to have one of his guitars be played by me and so wow. i've been playing it and um and he's super stoked and then i have another guy in france making me a, a custom guitar so I'll, cool i'll man. get some soon yeah so it's cool the, per the perks of just being you <laughs> it's so cool because you, you're just awesome. you it's just years it's of so, what i've done over the i past know man to, it's amazing cat you know so it's beautiful it's definitely a blessing to have that impact and influence on these people that they want to do nice things for you yeah and in turn you know i, I want to kind of help push them and, and what they Absolutely. do and you know so it's so cool you know man. we each kind of you know um using each other in a good way and, right. and uh sharing what we do as our passions and and give back to the people that you that inspire you yeah i, I love that man yeah, yeah me too the video came out great so the next video is avalanches starring uh, toby morse <laughs> <laughs> and all the other people are going to be there hawk's going to be there yeah. Derek green's gonna be on the barbecue <laughs> uh soy is gonna be at your house panda ramp well i i was playing guitar dropping in the comedy pool for your video, you did, you're bro. gonna have to have a mic in your hand. Oh, on everybody, check, everybody, check out the song "Skate" featuring <laughs> Caballero. That was an incredible day. Rob Mertz pulled up. It was a great. Everybody came out. Bands, uh, dude, they they gave us that day. It was wonderful, man. It was awesome. And then we have a shot in the bowl at the Hurley spot. You used to have a bowl there. It's gone now. And Dan's in that. Dan Smith, Lindsey Carmichael, some Vern, Vern so many there. people, right. man. It was a great. That was awesome, dude. Oh, that that, that that was awesome. It kind of reminded me that I saw the photo of um. Hasoy blasting air on that pumpkin paintbrushes run with Dan Smith by sitting in the bowl, yeah, whatever. And Hasoy's oh, oh no, over, over the ramp. Yeah, Hasoy's yeah, doing yeah. air over them. They're all down on the edge of the ramp. Yeah, doing air over them. Yeah, that was that was awesome. So yeah, I'm psyched to be in your video. Psyched to be on your record. I'm psyched for everything's happening to you guys, man. It's Appreciate exciting. That. Thank you. It's happening so fast. So fast. I'm psyched to see so you guys fast. live. It's gonna be yeah. That's that's one of the main reasons why I'm going up there early that day for them. I want to see Field Day. You guys are playing at the same time and yeah, we'll be in the you. pit. Yeah. 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 <laughs> so, this, so where can people where can people find your music now? Where can people get the record? All that. Um, we have two singles out and they're both on all streaming platforms. Yeah. We have a uh, Gravity and Wyoming out. Yep. And then the record will be out on the twenty fourth. Okay. We have a song being released on the twenty third. That's yes, we do. And there's pre-sale for the for the album right now at what? cybertracks.com. What's the song on the 23rd you can't say? Cab? We can. If I, if I, <laughs> if I can remember what the, the name of it is. Do you know the song? Tim, <laughs> um, you know the song? <laughs> Do you know the way to San Jose? Second song on the record. Do you have oh, a track Hold a Place? Yeah. Hold a Place. Hold a Place. And that song was written by Chad. Our, it was. Oh, wow. Awesome. Yeah. player. How many videos are you guys going to drop? One for every song. That'd be kind of sick. Yeah. Well, no, I mean, uh, I don't know how this all works, you know, so I just kind of, we kind of got an idea of what 
we were going to drop a few songs, you know, and then I heard like dropping a video with these songs helps, you know, so it all helps, um, you know, that just kind of all flowed together. Um, obviously, we didn't have enough time to do one for the third song that's going to be dropping the day before the album. So, you know, it's just been a, it's been a timing issue. Yeah. You know, a lot of things have been a timing issue and we've and, and this whole publicist thing, this whole thing, how it works, how you promote your thing. It's like it's like I had these videos done and what ready to to post on my social media and i had to hold on to it because yeah. we were waiting for a publicist to get a magazine to approve it so they could show it on their platform first and i was like and we have to wait till one magazine says no then we can ask another one and then we can ask another one i'm like how many magazines <laughs> are you going to go through yeah. before i can just post this on my own social media which has a huge viewing audience i just mm-hmm. yeah man you know what i mean it's i don't just, think you need that i'm just going to keep it 100 with you I'm going to speak on it here. I don't think Cab really needs to wait for a magazine when you have like, what, like 700,000 followers or something? Like, I don't uh, know. 667,000 yeah, followers. It's like, I think if you have a, come on. You know, well, a, a plan, you know, then if it's coming at the same time that you're posting along with yeah, the magazine, that's sort of the plan but, right there. Strategy. But I feel this pain in the sense that nobody gets things done faster or better than you do or your band does. You this can hire true. all these people to work for you, but nobody gets in the time you want it yeah. and you have to wait for things. You already have them ready. That's frustrating. It can we can just press a button and just put it on his Instagram and everybody will see it. Just a right. taste. Even 15 seconds, it doesn't matter. Like, but now, that's the power of social media though. True. Over hiring a publicist, which sounds very old school to me. It, I know people have them. It's true. But there's also a thing with timing. Like a lot of people may have a lot of followers and things like that, but they may not know the statistics of what's going in of like the best time. True. Of posting, of attracting, you know, certain analytics, people. That analytics, be, whatever. Yeah, yeah. You know, who are going to be able to, to really see it. Like I could post something and it could be like majority of my audience are asleep. And you mm-hmm. not know that. That's true. Yeah. Well, it. We're, but Cab by Noah's times. We're a brand new okay. band, so <laughs> we're extremely brand new. No one knows who we are. We haven't played at true. all. And all these music magazines could care less. They don't even know. And so all the all the uh, the videos that we put out, the only interests were interest was Thrasher magazine and Transworld Skateboard magazine. They're the ones that portrayed and debuted our music videos. No music magazine picked it up. Mm. I would say Thrash is a pretty big deal these days, though, still. I love it. Yeah, but they're not a music magazine. <laughs> no, I, I, magazine, I know. You I know, know, so, um, and that that was, you know, I'm stoked and flattered and honored that we I have that genre to be able to, because if, let's say I wasn't a professional skateboarder, mm-hmm. who would have picked up our <laughs> right. video? Right. You know what I mean? Yeah. Nobody. Right. So would we still be waiting to pr- uh, to? Pr- Produce and show United our video. Airlines magazine. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> there you go. I, I would say Tim, Tim works for the. I airlines. would say I would say because you had one of the still have the longest running selling cab vans in the history of skateboarding. That vans could do something yeah. super dope for you. Vans covers every part of the culture I from hip hop to punk rock to skateboarding to everything you guys embody. That Vans should step so up true. and do something for you guys because you represent them so hard and they have a massive platform. I, I'm not I speaking agree. for Vans. I'm just saying as an outside perspective, I, what you've done for Vans and sense. the power yeah. of Vans at this point, 2021, could do so much to promote. I've yep. been working that angle, bro. Okay. Yeah, man. I've been trying. Okay, I know you have. I'm just saying, like speaking as a fan. Yeah, I, yeah. I would agree. Vans, I, bro. I feel like, you know sense. what I mean? Like, I feel it. It, it it something may happen soon with them, but um, 
you know, we were actually on C. Van Doren's uh, reality show. Yeah, yeah, I saw so that. So that yeah. was great. That's I mean, cool. You're that right, you're right. Yeah. My bad, you're right. That they were the amazing. first, actually, to, to help us out. Okay, my bad. I take yeah. it back. So they, they have done some, some stuff. There's other stuff that they are associated with that I've been trying to tie in, and I and I keep trying to, you know, put that put that word in. Van 66 know. have a show. Yes. Atiba hosted. Walter hosted. That's another good platform, too, as well. I'm sure you know that. Yeah. Yeah. I'm just saying for everything you put out there in the world for all these brands, not saying now this is their time to like, you know what I mean? But like, I mean, cab vans, I don't know. Mm-hmm. I have a... Uh, That's just me saying. I'm sorry. 2022 is going to be my 30-year anniversary for the half cab wow. signature shoe. All right. I have a huge celebration for that. There's going to be some parties here and there. Awesome. And if they need a band, I'm hopefully it'll be our band. You'll be the band. It's got yeah. it. And I appreciate you making the vegan cabs, the, the canvas ones. I love those. Yeah, I mean, so you know, they, they try to cater to everybody, yeah. you know, as far as uh, making shoes for, you know, that genre. Or the, it was just a uh, long time not having those. When they came, I was so stoked. No, I mean, All canvas. It's, it's, it's great, but to be honest with you, it does not last very long when you're they, skating. They don't. They don't. They don't. They're not, uh, quality-wise. Um, I know, they get shredded know, so fast. The, uh, the synthetic suede, um, definitely... They work. They work better. After rocking like Kanye did that time, he just warmed casually. I know Kanye can't do an ollie, but yeah. Kanye was seen wearing the half cabs. <laughs> that was a sick moment. I remember a couple cool. years ago, like yeah. he wore for fashion. You know, yeah, of course, yeah, um, yeah. So this was no diss to Vans. I'm just speaking as a, a, a friend of Cab, and that um, I love you, Vans. And but I think it'd be I forgot about the Steve Steve thing he did, but like an ad or something. I see it like, something. I know yeah. Vans did a billboard of our friend Jimmy Gestapo stage right, diving wearing Vans. Right. Yeah. That was a billboard. Shout out right. to Jimmy G. Murphy's Law. It's mm. like, come on. Even something like that, like cab jumping or something. something. Cool. I don't know. I mean, there's, yeah. It'll happen. Just, you know. I'm just trying to be a manager right now. I'm sorry. <laughs> just because I know everything you've put out there in the world. You know what I mean? Thank you. I think we covered a lot, right? Yeah. I know this yeah, guy's going to drive back. Do we cover everything you guys want to cover? Yeah. Anything uh, else you want to talk about? You want Covered a bunch. I mean, what else? When does this come out? Whenever you want it to come out, what do you need? When, when, Shredfest? When, you want to talk about Shredfest? Yeah, yeah when is Shredfest? What is it? Shredfest. Shredfest is this Saturday, and it is... It won't come out before oh, Saturday. No, no, oh, okay. No. You can, you know, just stay it anyway. Just, I don't care. <laughs> oh, you know what we need to promote is the, um, the soda bar show. Yeah. Soda When's bar. that? Uh, that is... Thursday. Thursday, the 23rd of this month at right. the Soda Bar in San Diego. Try and to that's going to be like a pre PRB party. So yeah, next, okay. th- next Thursday. Okay. And it's our, we're, are we headlining that show? We are. We're First headliner? Sh- yeah. 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 Headlining awesome. it. Uh, hopefully we have CDs by then. So it'll be kind of, it was supposed to be marked as our, our CD release party. Wow. And this CDs. is in San Diego. Yeah. Yeah. How about CDs? vinyl too? Vinyl. Yeah, vinyl. We, yeah. We have vinyl coming out too. Different colors. We do. We have a couple, awesome. couple of patterns. Gotta have the vinyl. That's the wave, right? I mean, that's been the wave for the youth. But vinyl never stopped we'll crushing. Never yeah. And it's so important. Now, vinyl is like so important. It's crazy, yeah, it man. Be important. Kids love like the limited colors and all that. It like, only takes uh, like three years to get your it does. album. <laughs> Everything's really backed up right now. Yeah. Like, it it seems like it always has been. I don't know. But since the pandemic, it's really backed up. Yeah. We were supposed to have three releases this year and none of them are coming out because it's backed up with Bridge Nine. Three. This wow. BS, man. Two were re-releases and one was, <laughs> and one was our uh, uh, Liquid Death garage thing we did that was we have it all, all right. produced and ready to go and we can hand them everything done it's still yep oh, everything's backed up so it's yep. not just it's yeah. all of us yeah yeah for sure but vinyl's dope and so, thanks for the liquid death hookup as well my pleasure Kat. my pleasure some, uh, uh, the kids love it awesome um, 
the band likes it when I bring it to band practice. Awesome. We're trying to we're trying to sneak in a, a little refrigerator in our our place, but I'm not sure if it's going to happen. A refrigerator where in the practice spot? Practice spot. They just I don't think they're down with the it being on all the time. Mm. So the electricity. That's, that's why, why we're getting saying. the Marshall one that looks like a stack. Yeah. You know what else too? Liquid Death is making mini fridges, so let's try to get you on. Do you be stoked? Sick. You, nice. can, you can bring that practice spot. Where's your practice spot? You own it? You rent it? We rent. Oh, it's rented. Okay. Yeah, okay. Rent yeah. I love. I, I know one thing. One thing that's changed from the pandemic is that I love band practice. You do. I never like band <laughs> practice, <laughs> and I never show up to band practice. <laughs> Singers really never do. At least in yeah, right? people like me that don't like sing and write good songs. Like you write, <laughs> but I dreaded band practice, and now I love band practice. That's Three hours yesterday. I wow. keep going. Just hanging out. And no, like sing. The... I sing the whole set over and over. I love it because I miss it so much. Yeah, man. yeah, yeah. I took okay. that for granted. I never like band practice. I, I, yeah. We toured so much. <laughs> Still no. But the thing about it is, here's the thing about it is, is like we have to practice because we used to tour so much. We were so tight. Now we're not tight, this and now is... we're out of it. It's no, been two it totally years. makes sense. So now I'm like, we're gonna really get these things tight. You yeah. Know? yeah, yeah. No. So I'm all of you guys are in LA. Yeah, Rusty just moved back here oh, for cool. three months. Rusty. Rusty's back. Right. And we got Dan Smith playing guitar. In Vegas, no way. Because my brothers with the offspring playing with Jane's Addiction. Oh, sorry, in New Jersey. <laughs> I wish I could be there. I love Jane's Addiction too. So Todd misses out, and so Dan Smith's playing. Yeah, he's a That's bass player. Cool. He's playing guitar with us. Dan's he's doing awesome. it. So man. Dan, Dan's doing really well. He's getting that one life, one chance lead down now. That's yeah. the most important. That's the most important day. He'll get it. He'll um, get it. <laughs> but it's just good to have Dan on. It'd be fun with him. You know what I mean? Yeah. And so we like we practice. We try to practice twice a week wow. because these guys have normal jobs. You yeah, know, as well, and I'm the only one with an abnormal job. Yeah, so <laughs> even like, like even I practice at home. Like, yeah, I'll listen to our That's album and I'll play at night, right before I go to bed. I'll play the whole album. That is awesome. Great. Yeah, yeah. my wow. daughter's on the iPad drawing, and I'm playing along to it. I'm playing along to the album, and it's cool. Nice. Ollie's sleeping right behind me, snoring. Shout out to Ollie, man! Yeah. Amazing, <laughs> Ollie. Ollie helped with my. And, you know, so I I want to be tight. You know when we when we when we do get together and yeah. and try to make as least mistakes. I as love possible. that you're professional, man. You take it. Just I don't know when you sleep because you do so much. Seriously, yeah. When's this guy sleep, dude? Grinding. And you look great. You 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 don't. You know what I mean? Like you're Thanks. aging well. You look. Appreciate it. Yeah, you got a great head of hair. <laughs> Super <laughs> jealous of that. Um, but when do you? How that might be hours, an Asian thing. <laughs> yeah, yeah. How many hours? How many hours? I know you guys can go, but how many hours of sleep do you take per night, Caballero? It depends. You know, um, I'll. I'll Obviously, uh, iPhones and social media take away a right. lot because there have been times where I've waken, woken up to go to the bathroom and I'm using my phone as light oh, to get right. to it. And then I'm sitting on the toilet because I don't want to stand up and pee. So, yeah. Checking I, your messages. Yeah, it's so addictive. I, I sit down and pee. I'm a dude. Well, all right. Respect. Respect. <laughs> and, I'll be, and I'll be like scrolling, scrolling, scrolling. And all of a sudden, my, my buttocks hurts. <laughs> And I'm like, oh my goodness! Like, Cap doesn't even say butt. Believe that. My yeah. ass hurts. Yes. Yes. Hey. yes. And I'm like, I've been on this thing for an hour. That's the coffee talking, wow. dude. Have wow. you ever sat on the toilet for an hour? No. I hope not. Dude. Don't oh, do that's it. When your legs. <laughs> but I do not bring recently. my phone to go to the bathroom. It hurts your butt. Your legs feel like static after that. You're, you're, they're totally numb. And I'm like, oh, I got to wake up in an hour. I better uh, go go to bed. Feeling. It's so addicting, Cap. Right? It's, no, it's, it, it is. It, it is. And you just you get caught in this web of like posts and then you just go down a rabbit hole you know but the one good thing about that here's the one good thing when you have a lot of time on your hands and you got i gotta wait here for hours 
I pick up my phone, right. and those hours go by so quick. That's true. <laughs> you know yeah. what I mean? Yeah. Do you answer all your DMs? Do you answer messages? I don't answer you... all the DMs. Okay. No, there's too many. You block, um, you block people? Block a lot of people. Yo, blocking wow. is, I'm just a talk, blocker. blocker. Let's wow. just talk about how amazing it is to block somebody real quick. It, it's, <laughs> it's just, it feels so good, man. And you just press a button, it's just like, bye-bye. Yeah. Well, know. you know, I, I'm all about like drama stress free. Yes, right. I can see and that. I don't, you know, I learned a lot through all the, the beginning social media where um, you're trying to argue a point with somebody that I learned that it's just a waste of time. Especially on the internet. You're never going to win it. No, there'd be times where like my kids are waiting to like eat and I'm sitting there typing on my computer. This was like way before Facebook. Okay. What was the other one? MySpace, Friendster. Yeah. OG Friendster. This is when I learned, this is when I learned uh, discussing topics with people I have no clue who I'm talking to. Yeah. And I'd sit there and be like, oh my goodness, I've been going back and forth for an hour and nothing's changed. Nothing. Right. You can never and win. It won't. Right. You can never right. win an argument on the internet ever. It's a waste yep. of your freaking right. time. So then I learned to the point where now I'm at this point where like I don't even deal with with con- conflict. Yeah. It's like I don't argue. I state my point. If someone's really rude and disrespectful to me or the people around me, they get an instant block. There's yeah. like no like chance yeah like you're like time is because i want them to think like what did i say and then and even then they'll be like what did i say i didn't say anything bad yeah and so Mm -hmm. it just gives people a a a a chance of like i must have said something to reflect or yeah to reflect or you know cab's just lame and he doesn't care about my opinion he only cares about his you know they'll just think of something to 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 whatever but like i said (laughs) you know there's sometimes i'll um There'll be that one button where you can like um, see a person's uh, comment, but it's not visual for everybody. Oh, wow. Yeah. Have you seen that? No. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So yeah. you can, instead of blocking it, you can give them a chance by just. Uh, nobody else so it's not public, it. your it's conversation. It's not public. It's just between us. And I have a chance to either delete it or approve it. Mm. So they, they think that their thing is being shown. But I can only see it. Uh, that's wow. on Instagram. Yeah. That's yeah. on Instagram. That's incredible. It's on the Instagrams. Yeah. You can do this. So yes. there's a point where sometimes I'll do that, and then people start being cool, and then I'll start uh, approving it. And they, they, you know, they what do mean? have a turnaround. You know, at yeah. some points they're like going off. They want your I attention. Know, they, you want, yeah, they want your attention. Then when you yeah. write something, like, oh, I didn't mean it that way. I'm a fan. Thanks yeah, for talking. A, I can't yeah. be real back. I'm like block. <laughs> yeah. it's, it's tough you know and you but chance. the thing about this it is like we just talked for like two hours had the most amazing conversation didn't right. look at our phone once right. and like this is real life but then on there it's like these people would never say nothing to your face oh no they're way they're still gonna follow you they're still gonna support your music you know what I mean but they just want your attention and it's like it's, it is hard to separate the two because you, you are passionate about what you do and you are sensitive to the world and then sometimes you take it personally but it's like you know what this person doesn't even follow me in their private account like, fuck these people. Well, yeah. Ooh. Anyone, anyone. I'm with sorry, a, I mean to swear again. <laughs> anyone with a private account that says something yeah. rude, they're instant block. Yes. Instant and they block. don't even follow you. I agree. Or the ones that talk crap to you and they follow you. It's like, block. dude, why yeah. are you following me? Instant yeah. block. Yeah. That's the thing that's 
sucks about social media because it was the message boards that kind of ruined a lot of the oh punk rock in the God, 90s Jesus, and all those yeah. message boards dissing all these bands and reviewing people's records and kind of making people feel, feel bad for the art that they're making and then this. now your personal pages become message boards mm -hmm. and, and it is your opinion it's your page yeah. so when you post something this is your beliefs this is you so it's like you're not trying to get other people to like hey do you think my opinion's <laughs> right like this is your page yeah. you know what I mean you came on my page and I'm not trying to have a debate I'm a grown man. I'm there 55. Was like a on Cap's it's like page. it's. Oh yeah, you did have one. He had a battle on your page. Yeah, I, I wrote some comment and then it just went to like a. Yeah, chain. but did I delete the whole thing? No, I maybe. You might have. I normally delete it after it gets bad. It, I mean, yeah. it wasn't like so bad. It was just really ridiculous. I didn't think. I was like, why am I responding to this? Yeah. It was like, was this, you never respond to I people's never pages. Never respond. Was this personal page, food page, Ollie's page? It was <laughs> your page or band page, and it was something so. Not real. It was just like was it a making diss? a bed. No, I was just like, oh, just don't forget to make your bed. And then this one guy said, yeah, that's a waste of time. You know, like making your bed. I was like, not unless you're a slob. And then, then it was like, and then it just went on. It was like, well, you know, it's like, I never tell my kids to make their bed. And I was like, and then I just like, I can't help but die. And I was like, oh, it's just, it. I was like, it's just about discipline. Sometimes your kids need that. Yeah, making yeah. your bed is just something building a discipline. You remember that post? Age. Wow. And then the guy was just like, it's an absolute. I was like, well, you know, maybe. Seals and other people who are doing like really, you know, it's a mindset. I do remember that one now. Yeah. And yeah. I was like, okay, I'm, I'm off. I'm out. But normally like there'll be like, um, <laughs> I'll make a post and then someone will stick up for me. Yeah. And then yeah. another person will like get in on them and then it becomes about them. Yeah. <laughs> I delete the whole thing. I don't Good. care if you're sticking up for me or not. Yeah. Right. Too yeah. much. Because yeah. I just don't want that yeah. drama. And I try Some to keep the, the page as much positive as I can. Yeah, you know, because I uh, there's too to much go. negativity out there. I don't need another Absolutely. page to add it to it on your personal page yeah, too, especially yeah. like it's my wife who be like, there's like a thousand. No, say there's like a hundred comments are all positive. This one negative, and you just dwell upon the negative. You're like, why? My wife's, my wife's like, who cares? Like yeah. these people aren't even real people. They're bots or like. Well, it'd be They're like probably you, fans. It'd be like you painting your house and you're sitting on your porch and someone walks by and goes like, dude, why'd you paint that color? <laughs> yeah. It's like, mind your business. You know a better, I know a better color that you could paint that your yeah. house. It's like good for you. But nobody I, asked you. Yeah, yeah exactly. You but at least they said it to your face. Can you keep walking by, please, your dog, and don't piss on my lawn, please? Yeah, yeah. keep walking. Or keep like, stepping. Or you say like, oh, I just, I just, I just had this, oh, po post a picture of some food we had. Oh, boy. Oh, you should go. really go to this place. This place is way better. <laughs> I know. Nobody asked you, dude. Nobody. Nobody cares Nobody about that. To. Yeah. Everybody has opinion. Everybody has a voice. <laughs> Anybody can say anything to you. And that's the only thing that separates, like, I don't, not to say that, I, I could go tweet right now, 50 Cent, yo, your new music sucks. And 50 Cent <laughs> might see that. He might see that and hit me back. Right. Yeah. But, like, there's no... You, you can approach anybody at any time and say anything you want to anyone with no consequences. That's the thing. True. In real life. You know what I mean? Like mm -hmm. you could make a fake. That's, that's the only thing that's kind of crazy about it. Yeah. But you have to separate. It's but, great for promoting music, your family, your life, things that you love. Time because there isn't consequence. They're going to post it because there isn't that consequence. Right. Like if we're face to face, it's, you know. No, it will never happen. Yeah. It would be like even rap, Even Rappaport, <laughs> shout out to you, Mike. Rappaport goes the most hard on social rap. media. Yeah. And nobody's ever said nothing to his face. He walks down the streets of Manhattan every day. We're FaceTime. We're talking. They're asking for photos. Nobody's saying anything. Maybe they'll say, hey, man, you should go a little easier on LeBron because he goes hard <laughs> on LeBron. But I, nobody I, says. I agree with that. I'm going to say, but nobody <laughs> goes up to him and steps to him for his post. Yeah. But the, he gets the most threats. 
all the time on, on there. Yeah. yeah. But like, it's not real life. None of this stuff's real life, but it does help. This is our tool. Like you don't, for me, I don't think Caballero needs a publicist for your thing because his post and his power and his reach is incredible. You don't have to pay somebody to do that because you've grown that on the base of your life and everything you you brought to this world. So to pay somebody to promote something, you can just press the button and do it yourself. I don't know about that. I mean, that depends on how... If you want to get to a different audience, if they can, if they can do something you audience. can't do, he's right. then they're it. worth hiring. Okay, exactly. yeah, he's okay, doing cool. it. He's he's been he's brought a lot of podcasts right. and a lot of magazine okay. interviews to me. Okay, to help promote the. But album, he hasn't so. brought you to the One Life One Chance podcast. <laughs> <laughs> you did right. that. That's you right. did that. We don't need it for that. Get on it, Gary. I'm just saying he's doing amazing job. respect. I'm sure he's bringing to his side. maybe that you. He's you done some great have, like, things. The music side. Like that was, that's amazing, yeah. man. Yeah. No. Because He's we have no manager. Things. We've been managing ourselves for like 15 years. My wife's been our um, uh, business manager for almost our whole career. Like we've had a bunch of managers. Like what can they bring to the table that we can't do ourselves? Right. Because mm-hmm. you're always going to be such. Um, this is your baby. This is something you created. So you're so passionate about it that you get to get it done when you want to get it done and nobody can do it better than you can. But sometimes you have to let go and let other people come in right. and help you get to the different place you no, can't get. And it's I true. It. I mean, Thanks. I've never had a manager for my skate career. I yeah. managed everything. Wow. You know? And I've, so I've been limited to the gigs that I've gotten. Okay. When you look at a person like Tony Hawk, he's had a manager his whole life. Wow. So and look at the amazing things that he's done. And he probably and caught people probably said things about back then for even getting a manager, like, why are you doing that? Yeah. Maybe because back just, then it wasn't a thing. It wasn't a thing. But you know, as look soon at as now. like X Games showed up, Dude. his his his, his um, video game. Mm-hmm. He's you know, he's been on Letterman, he's been a, a character on The Simpsons, he's Dude. gotten invited to the you know, the White House. I mean he's done some That's incredible, amazing right? things just because of riding a skateboard. It's incredible, you know, man. and so he's been a really great spokesman for our sport. If if I could choose anyone who's ever been associated with skateboarding, he is the most perfect person to represent our our sport. Wow, wow. yeah, he's I so, love and that. He's man. humble, and he's he seems humble. like it. He's an amazing, dude. That's so cool, man. It's, I just he's got a great family. He's got great kids. He's he's know, a good cool singer too. He's a good singer. He just sings really? songs. Yeah, really. Yeah, he did a. What they just did a melancholy cover. Jeez. That was he pretty sang awesome. a melancholy song. Yeah. What? Wow, I did not know that. Yeah, the, the song that's on uh, the Tony Hawk Pro Skater. Okay, he sang one of those. Yeah, okay. and then he sang a jam, a jam song for punk. Uh, I might have seen that. Was that for a punk rock karaoke? Or was yeah, that it was. Uh, yeah. It was. He's yeah. right. I did see yeah. that. And then he also sang on the um, the Mass Singer. He sang a Cure song. Really? The Friday one? He was on that show? He Friday I'm in Love? Oh yeah. My. He's got a good fi- voice. Let me That's find insane. out Tony Hawk can sing. Is he going to do a band? <laughs> Who knew? Who knows? Who knows? Maybe. I mean, he's getting you, the experience. I mean, you could be in a band in your 50s. You've, you're proof right here. <laughs> I mean, he's never been in a band. So if, if Hawk starts a band now, oh his first band singing, he'd be an interesting from it too because he's so tall. Like, <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Yeah, I think he's incredible. He's the, he's the Michael Jordan of skateboarding, I guess you could say. He's Pretty done much, so right? much for the sport, and not only for, you know, himself and his family, but the whole industry, culture, everything, and man. What he does with his foundation. I mean, he's helped build skate parks all over the world and all over the the country. Yeah, you know. So the Hawk Foundation has done given back a lot. And he still shreds. I saw him in the Legends contest. I saw Legends contest with him and you. He did the Caballero. People (laughs) were screaming. That awesome. I was screaming. I watched it at home. Like it was amazing, man. And they were playing avalanches. 
Oh, they were. I gave, I gave. Oh, wow. I gave it to Vern. Vern oh, wow. Vern was the DJ. You played my song. <laughs> yeah, your yes. song. <laughs> <laughs> no, Vern was the DJ. Shout for out to that Vern. Thing. Vern. Oh shoot! Yeah. I saw and clips I, on Tony's page. Yeah, and then so you, they asked Dope. me for a couple songs, and and Avalanches was one of them. And so here's Tony, skating. And I'm like trying to film him skating with the song in the background. Wow. Right? But the screaming is so loud. Yeah, the screaming oh, was incredible, man. dude. That you can't even hear the song. And I'm like, sorry, dude, the guys. The screams like... for you was amazing, man. <laughs> no, and then that dude cool. did like that that boneless into a fake. There was all kinds of stuff on there, <laughs> man. The backside boneless 360 thing, whatever. Algario. Yeah. 360 hand plant. But everybody screaming for you guys. It was just so. Yeah, it, it was cool. That's amazing, man. No, that was a great event. I, I think. Um, Salt Lake City was was um, wanting to see some action, and they hadn't seen any skateboard action yeah. in a long time, and they were hungry. It was the incredible. Crowd was man. hungry, and I felt like it was in the '80s, and it was just a <laughs> great vibe, uh, a great push for vertical skateboarding because they haven't really got that much push in the X Games and in the Olympics. Yeah. And you know, there's a whole group of skaters out there that are super amazing that don't have a platform now to showcase what their talent is. Mm -hmm. And Tony Hawk and Vans are trying to help spread that message so cool man <clears throat> yeah it was great seeing all those guys skating man was the soy skating too Lasoy did he do a christ air well. or rocket air or something i was trying to do a christ air yeah yeah um at the end um but everyone was ripping you know it was a great vibe and like i said you know uh, we were well very well welcomed there yeah uh, i felt the like fans it. were very passionate um they're very supportive and it was amazing it was you think you'd be weekend. skating in your 60s I'm going to try, you know, I'm still working on my diet, you know, it kind of fluctuates, you know, here and there. Um, you know, it's super hard to, to, to be consistent when you have all these things being thrown at you all the yeah, time. Yeah, sure. When you have kids that, that, oh. that eat certain things and you buy them for them and then you see them in the cupboard and you're like, I'll have one of those too, <laughs> you know, and then or they don't finish their food and you're like, oh, give me that. I'll finish it because I don't want to waste it, you know, <laughs> yeah. so the only if you get affected you know with your health so you know like i said it, it's constant work being in fit i mean yeah. it's constant work and it's constant thought about self-discipline you know self-discipline mm -hmm. of what what you are consuming in your body what you're reading what you're watching everything that we put in our bodies has a positive or negative effect agreed man for sure so if you really concentrate on those things, you won't suffer the consequences years down the line. I love that you know that and speak about it. It's amazing, man. It's so true, the connection. It, it takes years to have that wisdom, you know, and, and uh, hopefully I can continue to just share that with people and maybe people take note of it or they don't. I mean, in the end, we're all individual. We all have a free will. We make our own choices one thing goes through the ear, one goes out the other. Some yeah. just stay in our brain. So it's like, it's what are you choosing? You, It's your choice. Yeah. What do you want to follow? What do you want to be when you grow up? You know, who do you want to um, let people know is your influence? And, mm -hmm. and um, so. And you were sober too, right? For a long time? Right. Yeah. I mean, I didn't drink for probably over 20 years. You know, um, I just started drinking like wine again um, once I got single, you know, um, but just just something that uh, casual, have a casual yeah. drink here and there. Um, 
with the ladies. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Cab, cab is single, ladies and gentlemen. We got a single man here too. Single ready to mingle. Single ready to mingle. Ready well, guys, to thank you so much. Well, you guys have to drive back now, huh? We gotta wow, go home. Man. I have to uh, make sure that uh, feed my kids when I get home, pick them up from school. I'm still a dad, but I way. know, I know. <laughs> we know that you're a great dad, man. I'm still that normal dude that has all the frustrations and all the responsibility. I still have to do my bills. Yeah, man. Okay. Oh boy. And you and you have no manager. You do it. All, you do it all. I do it all. Wow. Three kids too, right? Three kids, but only two kids live at live at home. Yeah. The older daughter is on her own. She lives up north. She's got a son that's se- almost seven Sorry, years grandpa. old now. She grandpa. has her own business, and she's doing amazing. I'm so super proud of her. her name's so, Kayla Caballero, and I love her. So, so cool, much. man. Awesome. So awesome. You have kids? I do not. Two dogs. Nice. What kind of dogs? Uh, they're super mutts from Mexico. Super, super mutts. mutts. Yeah. Yes. Sick. Super <laughs> you rescued them or something? Yeah. That's sick. Yeah, yeah. Super mutts. I never super heard that mutts, term. I, like yeah. that I know term. mutts, though, but. Well, awesome, guys. Thank you, man. That was two hours. That's great. Yeah. yeah. Covered everything, man. You guys good? You guys didn't anything else? You good? Uh, I only put an. Oh, did I put two hours? In the meter, oh I really, <laughs> oh, I really appreciate you guys coming up here, man. No, I appreciate Thank you guys getting you, up early, coming Thank up you, here, Derek. man. I really, you. man, this was Thank awesome, you guys man. For I really us. stoked for you. I'm, for I'm proud to be part of this project, man. I am. I can't wait to hear the whole album that you from are. beginning to the end. You know, that's my favorite thing about hearing new albums. Yeah, you know, hearing all complete. You know, yeah, definitely. super stoked, and and we you did arra- the sequence. We, we arranged it so it was a roller coaster ride. Perfect. Okay. That's yeah. what I'm you guys did about. that. You guys took control of that. Yeah, yeah. 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 Sometimes producers awesome. want to do that, but Dude, yeah, no, it's cool. hell no. <laughs> <laughs> we put Cameron in his place when yeah, he tried man. that. We're okay, like, no, bro. We're putting yeah, I'm this sure on next. Their yeah, that's no, ours. It's yours. Yeah, that's the fun part too. It is because that's almost like a set list as well. It's your how shit. It is exactly. It's like two set lists actually. Yeah, side A, side B. Oh yeah, that's right. Yep. I'm psyched to see you guys next week. Punk Rock Bowling, September 25th, oh, main stage. Super, super stoked. Stage, Las Vegas. Las yes. Vegas. Super stoked. We're on second. Can't wait to see you guys, too. Yeah, it's, thank you, man. I'm really excited. You think Cab will be awake for that at midnight? It's going to be epic. Can it's going to be epic. Can you get me epic. on the guest list? Of course. Yeah, he, doesn't, he doesn't sleep. Maybe. So. <laughs> Of course, man. Get you on stage. We have some special guests. It's going to be. Yeah. yeah Derek's yeah. going to be there. It's going to be awesome. I'll be man. there. Yeah. <laughs> you guys got to come. It'll be really fun, man. Okay. My son's playing drums. It's going to be awesome. Oh, cool. Yeah, it's going to be cool. Well, thanks everybody listening. Um, Urethane coming out really yeah. soon. Check out Avalanches, the new hit single featuring Toby Morse. <laughs> <laughs> it's gonna be pretty sick. <laughs> I love that. It is gonna be sick, dude. <laughs> no, sick. I'm really so. Yeah, I'm, I'm honored. Thanks for having me on the record too. I'm really. When I got there, I was like, "Wow, this is amazing. Sounds great, man." Thank you. Because like you could, I could, you know. You Let's hear eat. the song. Yeah, yeah, we're, yeah. we're yeah. gonna play yeah. the song yeah. right yeah. now. Yeah. We're gonna premiere the song right now. Avalanches, you you heard it here first. <laughs> First time people hearing it on the pod, right? you think? They will. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. First time. What's your label called? Cybertracks. Cybertracks. Don't sue me. I got permission from the guys <laughs> right, right here to put it on there. <laughs> We're good. Awesome, guys. Thank you so much for being here. Thank you. Thank you. Bye.
Hey y'all, Liquid Death's been so kind to give me a promo code. So for your first purchase on liquiddeath.com, go to liquiddeath.com slash O-L-O-C and you get a free set of koozies with your first purchase of H2O, still or sparkling. Uh, if not, you can try it also at Whole Foods or 7-Eleven. Use the promo code O-L-O-C for your first purchase of Liquid Death. Thank you, Liquid Death, for your support. Appreciate you so much. Murder your thirst. H2O saves lives, y'all.